Blog Talk Radio. Jumping the hurdles Getting caught in that rush Doing so much I'm feeling kind of worn out All this checking the boxes Trying to be thoughtless Has me spinning my head Catching my breath Too afraid to slow down I tell myself to keep this up That God wants more than just my love But I've been complicating things It's just like me to overthink Gotta keep it real simple Keep it real simple Bring everything right back to ground zero Because it all comes down to this Love God and love God bless you all tonight. Um, glad you're part of what God is doing here 
Prophetic Grace Network, and uh, I'll be your host tonight. I'm Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia, and we are here to believe with you, stand with you concerning what God wants to do tonight for you. Well, welcome, welcome. It is Sunday, and we are here in Georgia, and I'm telling you, it is a rainy night out there. It is storming, and I'm just hoping the Internet stays stable so we can stay on as long as we need to and pray and believe with you. All right, well, that song was uh, pretty appropriate for some things that um, I've had crossed my mind uh, today and over the last couple of days and, you know, how we're to live our life uh, before the Lord in holiness. Uh, and in order to do that, we have to love God and we have to love people. I know, And, you know, people can be a little bit hard to love at times. You know, there will be situations and circumstances where you'll be like, okay, God, it's got to be you loving me, loving them through me, because I can't do it on my own. But we are commanded to love God. Why? Because he first loved us. You know, he gave his only begotten son, you know, that we would be able to receive the fullness of what God had to offer to us because of his love. And so because of that, we know that it's our duty and a responsibility as being a part of the uh, body of Christ to love God first and love his people. And, um, you know, I've been in, you know, encountering situations where I've been like, okay, God, uh, I know it's what you want, and I just need to know how you want me to operate how you want me how you want me to conduct myself in this situation, how you want me to show forth the love of God, even when it looks like it's a hard thing to do because some people can be pretty hard to love, but in spite of it, we have to realize that you know that's part of the mission that's part of our assignment that's what we're here for. We're here to show forth the love of God and to let people know that he is a God of love. He's not some God that's up there, you know, getting ready to just take a hammer and bang you over the head every time you get something, you know, not right. No, that's not who he is. Of course, he doesn't tolerate sin, uh, but he is a merciful and he's a uh, God that forgives. And then that's the way we have to operate. We have to operate in a way that we are ready to forgive. Uh, We're ready to move on. We're ready to know that what happened is not bigger than what God is calling us to. And that's what we have to focus in on. I was reading this earlier and um, kind of fits in with what we're talking about. Uh, So it says, peace whenever possible. What does a holy life look like? Well, according to the teachings in the New Testament, it's living in accordance to God's word. Holiness means that saying to wrong, saying no to wrong actions. Like, I'm not going to operate like that. I'm going to operate in a manner that reflects the Lord. I mean, you know, there are times when we just, we don't think about that. We just kind of get in the flesh, and we just want to take matters into our own hands. But if we do that, we ought to realize that, Sometimes it's just going to make things a whole lot worse. So what do we do? We work it out according to how the word of God would instruct us to do. And so when holiness 
means we're going to say no to wrong actions. That's what holiness. I mean, holiness is not walking around with uh, your head bandaged up and all bound up, a long white dress and some um, some stuff to cover so no one will see who you are. That's not what holiness is. I mean, if people want to dress like that, that's perfectly okay. I mean, I, I mean that's that's that. But holiness does not mean I need to walk around in some religious garb. I need to be wrapped up like a mummy and walking around with everything covered. That's not holiness. Holiness is a way of life. Holiness is the way we act out our life through the word of God. That is what holiness is. And, you know, I think the Pharisees got it twisted a little bit too. I mean, they were walking around with their religious garb. They were walking around, you know, with the bells tingling and carrying on and, you know, their religious, you know, outfits on and, you know, this and that and whatsoever. But that didn't make them holy. What, what holiness is and how we access holiness is through living the word of God the way God has put it there and explained to us to live. So holiness means saying no to wrong actions. What are, what are wrong actions? It's, wrong actions is like not trying to walk in love even when we know God has called us to walk in love when there's a situation that is not quite the way we want it to be. So that's how we get to holiness. And believe me, the more we practice it, the more the easier it'll be to walk it out. So just, you know, that, those were some things that, you know, came to me today and uh, over the week, and it says also wrong actions, we need to also make sure we are walking with forgiveness and make sure that we are for forgiveness for the mistakes that we make because of our wrongdoing. It looks like um, it can be a pretty threatful situation because we're putting ourselves out. We're putting it, but we're going to put aside our selfishness our selfish interest in order to pursue the pursue the better plan, the good plan that God has for us in this world. And in Hebrews, uh, we need to understand it says it won't be easy, but he's encouraged us to run this race with perseverance while we strip off anything that might slow us down or trip us up or trip somebody else up. Let's talk about. In the word in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. So what do we need to strip off? What do I need to strip off so that I can op in a, operate in a manner of holiness that is pleasing to the Lord? I need to do a whole lot of self-examination. And in, in that, I need to operate through the love of God, love myself. You know, a lot of people have problems loving other people because they don't love themselves. And you can't love somebody else the way God wants you to love them if you don't even first love yourself. You got to love you. You got to love the fact that God made you. He called you. He purposed you for a plan. And you've got to understand you're not just here by accident. You're not just here by some coincidence. You're here because God has a plan. Why? Because he loves you and he wants to use you to show forth the love of God. How do we do that with someone it's difficult to work with? It's difficult to talk to. It's, it's difficult 
to understand. We need to start doing an inner search of how much we love ourselves that we can share with other people so we can strip off stuff that's keeping us from even loving ourselves. You know, a lot of times, and I I know, you know, I've seen it where a lot of times what we see in other people that we don't like are the things that are in us. Why? Because that's why we don't love ourselves. We see, excuse me, something displeasing in that other person. It might be reflective of what's in us, that God is trying to bring to our attention that I need you to strip that off. That's what the word just said here in Hebrews. It says run with perseverance while stripping off anything that might slow them down. You got some stuff in you that you don't like? I got some stuff in me I don't like? <clears throat> Excuse me. I need to run this race without any baggage, unnecessary baggage, and I need to strip it off. And sometimes when we strip it off, we'll be able to look at the man in the mirror and we'll be able to say, ha, I like the way you look today. Because you're working on yourself. You're getting rid of some unnecessary stuff that's keeping us from really walking in the love of God. Because first of all, sometimes, as I said, we don't even love ourselves the way we should. That we don't even know that God made us. We're, you know, handy, we're his handiwork. We're someone he created with purpose and with a plan for our lives that is to benefit and bless the lives of those who we come in contact with. You know, um, I had a situation this week, and I'm just going to be upfront and honest with you all, you know, that um, through my life over, you know, a, a lot of years, I've made a lot of sacrifices, you know, and um, I did some things that I didn't, I didn't, Put me first. And I know that as a mother and, you know, a spouse or whatever, sometimes we definitely need to step aside and place others at a place where, you know, they can benefit. And uh, But sometimes if we don't really like ourselves or really value ourselves, that could be one of the reasons we're not, you are putting other people first. It's because we don't understand how valuable we are to God. Yes, we check people. Yes, we get things in order. Yes, we do. We let people know if a situation is wrong. And sometimes we will have sacrifice, especially when you're in a relationship, of course. But when it comes to a point where it comes where it's degrading to you or it makes you be less of what God has called you to be, then I, I think there's something going on there. So I took some thought today, you know, about, you know, sacrifices I've made over the years and even looked back and said, you know, was that the right thing to do as a sacrifice when I thought I was showing love? Maybe I didn't love myself enough to say, hey, no, this isn't what I can do here. This isn't the way I need to go here. But because of me not understanding the value of what God had placed in me, I put a lot of people ahead of what God wanted for me. And like I said, of course, there are times and there are situations and circumstances that we do things like that. But when it becomes a habit, we better examine ourselves and ask ourselves how much we love ourselves the way God wants us to love ourselves. 
you know. And so I was thinking on those things today, and, you know, it's all about balance. And it's so funny, it just hit me that the other night while I was listening to Prophet Randy pray over the offering, um, that word came up about balance, that, I, you know, I'll be able to come to a point where I can share with others about balance, how to balance life, how to balance things. And uh, now that I'm talking, it just came back to me that, wow, that prophetic word that was released the other night has, I mean, it's activated something in me. And so I just want to say that to say this. We love God, we love his people, and we love people to bring them to God. But we have first have, we first have to love ourselves. Love who God made us to be. Yes, there are things that are about us. We need to get it. We need to get it straight up right, okay? There's, that's just it. There are things that we need to get right before the Lord. So we're not going to be deceived. We're not going to be walking around pretending everything's all hunky-dory when it's not, when God is dealing with us about certain things that we need to get right. But when it comes to actually knowing who we are in God, and accepting what he has for us, it's going to show God that we love ourselves to the point where we know he put something in us that's of value, and we love him because of it. And then we can love others, because we can be truthful with ourselves, and then we can be truthful with God, with God of course, first, and then be truthful with others, you know, not trimming stuff down or shading stuff off just so that we can be pleasers of man. Why? Because we don't value ourselves the way we need to value ourselves so that we can be who God called us to be. You know, he's designed each one of us in a very special and a very unique way. You know, I'll be called to people that you won't be called to. I will be set in position to minister to people you won't be set in to minister to, and vice versa. And why is that? because of the authenticity of who we are that needs to be presented to make sure that what God wants to do through us comes forth, that it won't be watered down, that it won't be something that's man-pleasing, but it's going to be God-pleasing. Why? Because we're going to believe that God made us this way for a purpose and a plan for this situation, this time, this place, and this person to show forth the love of God for salvation, for deliverance, for instruction, for reproof, that we have to be what we need to be. We got to be authentic. In order to be authentic, we got to first know who we are and we have to love who we are and be ready to present it that the gospel of Jesus Christ will go forth through the vessel that he has chosen to you. Why? Because he knows who we are. He knows He knows more about us than we know about ourselves. And I'm really down the lane. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't plan on coming tonight, but for some reason I've been led down this route, this route, this place tonight to encourage you to love yourself and not water down who you are, that you can please somebody. You know, I had to take a, a, a little and, you know, with one of my children, you know, and it was like, you know, it was really kind of a, you know, didn't expect for it to go the way it went, but, you know, I just had to let them know, 
I am a person who basically is trying to walk in integrity. If you can't take me for who I am, I'm not about to switch up and change so that it can be pleasing for you. I'm going to be me, okay? I'm going to be me. I'm going to be who God calls me to be. And I'm going to operate in that manner. And if you don't think that I am, I want to find where you have found uh, a case against it. (laughs) But when all was said and done, you know, you walk in love. You walk in a place of, hey, this is the way it is, and it will be that way because of love. This is who I am. I'm not changing. And I'm going to be it because why? Be this way because why? Of love. I love myself because I honor who God has made me to be. And when I've done it that way, I honor God because I can accept, especially when I'm walking, as far as I know, righteously before him. Of course, we make mistakes. And I do make mistakes. But when I have walked in integrity, when I have walked in a way that pleases God, I can walk comfortably knowing that I can love myself, I can love my God, and I can walk in love to those who he is connecting me with. I mean, I like what you're doing, but I want to show forth the love that's going to draw you to God. So what we're going to do, we're going to strip off everything that's going to keep us from moving into position. I mean, hey, it might be something that you think is good. You may not even think it's a hindrance. And that's why it's so important that we do self-examination. Lord, am I being too, you know, uh, submissive with this situation? Do I need to stand up and be a little more stern with this? That doesn't mean I don't love the person. It's just that I got to do what I got to do because what is right is right. I can't be mealy mouth and back down when God's saying, speak forth the truth. You're not helping anybody by doing that when God has ordered you to walk according to information he's given you to share. Because if you don't share it and God has instructed you to share because you're concerned about somebody's feeling, you're not walking in love. Because that very thing that you think would be hard for them may be the very thing that God wants to use to bring them to the altar. We can't think rationally in our own little finite mind about what God is doing. But we can know when we walk in truth, the truth will prevail. We may not want to tell somebody something because, oh, I'm afraid it might hurt their feelings. But God has instructed you to do it, and you do it in love. (laughs) You'd be walking in disobedience. And that wouldn't be love because you wouldn't love them enough to give them the truth that God had already given you to tell them. So love is not always the way people think it should be. It's not laying down and, you know, just hiding your face and smiling when you want to just say, hey, listen, straight up, that's not right. It's being honest with yourself. It's being honest with who you are in God. It's being honest with God, and it's being honest with the people that God has placed you there to be honest with, to show them that 
that way is not the way. And if I don't do it, if I don't speak what God has called me to do, I'm not loving you to the cross. I'm not loving you to repentance. I'm not loving you to take your place among the kingdom of God by repenting and living the way God has called you to live. I'd be doing you an injustice. And we live in a time that there's too much injustice. There are too many Christians that are not walking in the place that God has ordained them to walk in and release the word whether the person likes it or not because you are commanded to love. And if you don't do it, you're not loving them. You're doing them an injustice. So, Lord, tonight, I don't know how we got way over here. I <laughs> praise Jesus. But just remember, love is not what we always think it should look like. Love can be tough. Love can be hard. It might look hard. But when you're trying to save somebody from going to the fiery pits of hell, you better say what God has called you to say, that their blood won't be on your hand. And that is love. It may not be the kind of love that somebody wants to hear. It may not be the kind of love that somebody wants to be involved with. But believe me, if God has instructed you to do it, you better operate in that fashion as love. So, Lord, we thank you tonight. I don't know what this is all about. I don't know what that particular thing, uh, the way it came out. But I do believe, God, you are involved in this word tonight, that love you know, hey, pretty interesting. I'm thinking about this is what the world or pretty much everybody, I guess, I don't know, I'm getting involved too much with it. But this is the week of what, the love week. Huh? You know, when people talk about, you know, the Valentine's or whatever, you know, that holiday, that pagan holiday. But anyway, um, we should be showing love all the time, <laughs> not just. And it's so interesting that God would bring that up tonight when we're talking about love. Love is not always what we want it to be. Somebody come and tell you, you know, you're operating in fornication and and, and, and they don't say anything about it. And uh, you're there at the place where, you know, it's a life or death situation and you haven't told them about it, that you don't live your life like that or let them know you need to come on in to shelter. You need to come on in to God. We've been doing them injustice. That's not love. That's not love to be in agreement with operations that are not pleasing to the Lord. Yeah, God will instruct us. He will give us the words to say, you know, and how to say it and, you know, how to maneuver around it. But when we just pretend like, you know, that's just a hard thing, I can't do it, how much do you love them? How much do you want them to walk with God? We love God and we love people. So, Lord, tonight I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for those who called in. Uh, I thank you, Lord, that you will minister to them tonight. I have nothing to offer. I'm just here as a vessel that you want to use in this season at this time on this platform. And, Lord, I give you all the honor and all the glory because you deserve every bit of it. I have nothing. And so, Lord, we lift you up tonight. We invite your presence we invite your 
your your wisdom to be shed throughout this night, your word to be spoken. Lord, we're just here to receive and to be used. And, Lord, we thank you for those who come on to be obedient and do what God has instructed them to do and to be because of love. You know, this whole thing about love, we're here. Why? Because we love God and we love his people. And we want to be here and encourage them through the love of God by his word and whatever he's going to say to let them know that he loves them. And so we thank you for Prophet Randy Chandler and what he's done and his wife. And we pray, Lord, for all that is going to be done tonight. We thank you for the ministers that have come that come on, you know, throughout the week to share the love of God. And so, Lord, we give you the honor, the praise, and the glory. There's no one like you. <laughs> and never, ever will be anyone like you. So we worship you and we honor you for that because you alone are God. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Well, again, I want to thank you for calling in. This is Angela Joy in Southeast Georgia. It is a rainy night in Georgia. It is pouring down outside, so it seems like it's calmed down a little bit. I was a little concerned because we want the Internet to stay stable because it was pretty bad out there. I've heard a few things going across the country this week. It had an earthquake in Hawaii, uh, one in, Ho- in uh, Atlanta, uh, not Atlanta, California, on the Los Angeles area. Uh, there are floods going on all over the place. Uh, hey, there's. I, I called my son. He's out in Wisconsin, and I saw that, you know, uh, some tornadoes ripped through parts of Wisconsin. He said, well, not where I am. I was like, okay, praise Jesus. We pray for those who are being affected by that. Because I'm telling you, there's some wild weather going on, really wild weather. So we are, you know, we never know. We have to be in position and in place to uh, to receive that love of God and to share it with those who he's instructed us to and connected us with. And so thank you so much for coming on. And uh, if you're listening by Internet and if you want to call in, it's 319-527-6027, and you would press 1. That is 319-527-6027. Press 1 if you're on the Internet. And also, you want to text? Uh, I'll try to keep my eye on this other phone for that. You can go ahead and text at 214-505-8719. That is 214-505-8719. I don't remember I talk so fast sometimes. When I'm on the phone talking to my uh, the people that, you know, customers or whatever, and I have to slow down sometimes because they're like, man, you know, sometimes they're talking so fast, da 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 and it's like, I can't get that. You know, can you slow down a little bit and let me hear what you got to say? So, anyway, I'm here. I thought my schedule was going to change, and I thought I was going to be working day hours. And then, um, yeah, to my surprise, well, I do work day hours in a sense. I work 10 to 5. I'm off for three hours so I can go to run to the grandkids' games and events between 5 and 8. I come back, and I work from 8 p.m. until 11 p.m., four days a week. 
So I don't really get to hear uh, Prophet Randy a whole lot because by the time I've heard these people chew my ear off for like uh, hours, I work 10-hour days, uh, I'm usually beat. And sometimes I'll catch the last part of the show. Sometimes I don't. So, yep, I am uh, believing God to switch up some things, do some things. I'm in a season, guys. It seems like I go from one season to the next expecting a miracle. I mean, I feel like I just lived my life looking for a miracle. So, anyway, you all pray for me, and I'll be praying with you and for you tonight. All right, so um, if you need to text in, go ahead and do that. If you want to just share a prayer request, you can do that at the 214-505-8719 number. I'm going to play one more song, um, and then I will be back to take calls. Press 1 if you want. I have several people in the queue. only got a couple hands up. If you want prayer, go ahead and press 1. That will put you in the queue. Of course, I'll see your hand, and we'll go from there. Uh, So anyway, let me play this song, and then I'm going to be back. I'm going to be praying with you.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence here tonight. All the glory and all the praise. Hallelujah. And let me just get something here and write down. Like I said earlier, I hope everyone had a great day. Um, it was a pretty nice day for me this weekend. I, usually every weekend there's somebody over here. But this weekend I didn't have them, and so I just I worked some hours yesterday. And um, I just enjoyed just, you know, the presence of God and just listening to him. And uh, I'm sure some people were, I didn't have company over today. They all did their thing with the Super Bowl. A lot of times on Sunday, I usually cook and have a grandkids and sons over. But this weekend, it was me and Jesus only, so and you all tonight. So praise God for that. All right, we're going to go ahead and let's see. First caller, press on that. That's going to be, uh, let's see, 251-342. This is Angela Joy. Who am I speaking with? And where are you calling from? Hello? Hello, Angela Oh, okay. All right. It came through. Hi there. I assume this is Latrice from Alabama. It it is. Hallelujah. How are you tonight, Latrice? Mm, I'm hanging tough. It is well in spite of. Yes, it is. It is well in spite of. Yep, that's the view we better take. And, um... Thank God, you know, you have uh, grown in wisdom and understanding and have, you know, surpassed some things that in past days and with other situations would have tripped you up. But I feel led to say there's a great maturity in you, Latrice. There's a great maturity that has risen up through you that has kept you and held you and propelled you and led you through things that in former days without that maturity and the understanding of who you are in God would have thrown you completely off course. But I want to say to you tonight, I want to say to you tonight by the spirit of the most high God that you have prevailed, you have prevailed and you are on track to receive another level of maturity concerning the things of God. Why? Hallelujah. It's necessary. It's necessary for the next place that God is taking you. It's necessary for you to go through and mature in other areas. Even there is a strong maturity in you, but as you even go further, God says there are other things that he is raising you up in that can only be done through the maturity that he's releasing to you in this season at this time. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, we thank you, God, that we accept the responsibility because we have matured in Christ to a point where elevation upon elevation upon elevation is coming forth by the 
word that we have received and the word that we have lived by and the word that we have put in action. And so because of that, he can trust us, Latrice. He can trust us with a greater anointing. He can trust us with greater responsibility. He can trust us, hallelujah, for the next level, the next place, the next assignment, because he can trust us and he's matured us and we've accepted it and moved accordingly in Jesus' name. We give you the glory for it and we give you the honor. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. All right. Well, Latrice, wow, that just kind of, woo, just came right in there. <laughs> yeah, that was on time, too. Praise God. I had an incident yesterday. And I'm like, hey. uh, and it, I, I could, it just happened. I couldn't even get mad. I was like, well, okay, that's. So that's what we're doing now, devil? <laughs> that's right. Mm. Well, but God is good. Mm, mm, amen. Mm, and we do tell amen. him thank you in yes, spite ma'am. of. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, and, you know, that's yes. interesting that you say that because, you know, I was just talking about how, you know, even with maturity, and I didn't really use the word as maturity when I was saying it, but, you know, how we grow in God and grow in the love of God so that we can show forth the love of God. So with you being able to harness that thing, right there is proof like we're talking about maturity because in all of it, you know, in spite of what people do and who they are, you know, I'll look at situations, circumstances, and people, and I'll think, and God, you love them. You know, you love them in spite of that. In spite of the nasty attitude, in spite of all of it, you love them. Why? Because you died for them, just like you died for me. You know, you went and took the keys to to hell for them and the grave. hell and the grave. And the grave. For them. Why? Because you love them. And so, Latrice, that's what I'm saying. When I've been, you know, you're put in tough situations and, you know, the enemy wants to start a ruckus and he wants you to start looking at people differently. We got to press through with that maturity and love them in spite of it. I don't have to be up yes, in your face. I don't have to be your best friend. But I got to love you through that mess and believe that God has a way of making you right, me right, and the situation right. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, because, you know, the whole thing of what the enemy has is to, you know, divide and conquer. You know, he wants to divide Mm -hmm. families. He wants to divide communities. He wants to divide the nation. He wants to divide people, period, so that his thing can come forth. He can be the old bad, ugly devil that we got our eyes on. But no. All right. We have to walk it out. With the love of God, you know, Amen. in any situation, no matter how it hurts us, you know, no matter how uh, devastating it can be, you know, you look at a person, you think, oh, they think this way about you and find out they don't think that way about you at all. And they've got ulterior motives. And, but we got to love through that. Why? Amen. Because we have to operate in the love of God. 
So mm-hmm. bless his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes, yes, yes. Lord. yes. So what's going on, Latrice? I uh I do have uh well I ask that you pray for the names that are on my prayer list. Uh agree with okay. me for them. I also have an issue uh before the Lord and uh I'm believing him that I know it's gonna work out. Um but I ask that you agree with me on that. Because he has not brought me this far. Believe me, and uh, I just need um, someone or some warriors to agree with me. Uh, he's uh, trying to attack the body, however, it is well. And right. uh, I talked about, I talked to a lady yesterday, and I was telling her about rest. Uh, your rest is a weapon. And mm-hmm. she's like, what, what do you mean? And I was telling her, if your body is not rested, then mm-hmm. you can't fight. You're fighting mm. on a few, less fuel. You're not energized. Yeah. So until your body is rested, you cannot build the, the defense. And she mm-hmm. said she never thought of it that way. Uh, but rest is actually a weapon of choice. And mm-hmm. if you are resting, then you are not going with, going along with the devil or the trick of the enemy. So I thank right. God for that. But if you would just continue to uplift me and um, the matters that, I have before the Lord and believe with me that it is well. Amen. Amen. And it's so true what you say about rest. You know, rest is very important. And as far as even resting in our mind, you know, um, because of, of course, the battlefield, that's where it starts in our mind. And, you know, the enemy will start with placing thoughts in our mind about things, and then we begin to focus on them. And sometimes people focus on it to the point where this thing becomes, it, it manifests, you know, yeah. because um, it's in our mind and the enemy comes to torment us and make us believe that it is, it is, it is so. And then that's how we fight against the enemy. We fight against the enemy. How do we fight against the enemy, even with our body and our mind, is that we rest that thing in God. Oh, yeah. When God, when the enemy comes and he wants to plant seeds of negativity, uh, what he will do is he will begin to lay that foundation. And unless we rest in the fact that God is God and his word supersedes, what the enemy is saying, that thing will consume us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We rest in God, in our body, with our body, with our mind. I'm getting some feedback. I don't know what that is. But with our body and our mind, we rest in God because that's where we get our victory. Oh, yeah. So we will be standing in that, and that's a good word. That's a good word, especially in this season, 
uh, Latrice, with so many things that are going on around us. Sometimes I just, like, I, I'm good. I'll just I'm shut good. stuff down. Oh, yeah. And we have to do and that because the enemy has come enemy to has come kill, steal, and destroy, and he has different and he has avenues different and tactics in which he does it. Oh, yeah. So we are agreeing, so let's pray. Way. Yes. Anything else? What else do you have? You have something else? Uh, just uh, my uh, the people that are on my prayer list and the um, issues that I have before the Lord. Uh, that uh, well, you know you can get them. I, me I know it's going to come out. Uh, just believe with me because it does matter what you believe. It does. It does indeed. And and that's so it. yes. Okay. Well, Father, first of all, we are in agreement, and everyone I believe who is here on the line with us be in agreement that whatever the situation is concerning her health, her body, we call it we call it into alignment in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the aligning by the Holy Spirit that everything will align and function the way it's supposed to function function the way it's been designed to function, and operate the way it's been set up to operate. And we believe you, God, that we can speak the word, we can release the word, and we can operate by faith to accept the benefits of the word because you're God. You don't change. You're not a God who's here today and gone tomorrow. You're a God and you're faithful to your word And Lord as she begins to even Operate in the natural Doing the things that she knows she can do To benefit from her body being in alignment That you will begin to speak to her And, and give her information and resources That will show her things she can do in the natural That will align with the word of God And the faith that she has concerning this situation with her body and her health. So, Lord, we are in agreement. I am in agreement that, God, you are still God. You still do wonders and miracles. You're faithful oh, yeah. and you don't change. And, Lord, I thank you for your presence here tonight. I thank you, Lord, thank for you, the Lord. presence. I thank you, Lord, as I even feel the the power of the Holy Spirit resting in now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for your showing up, God. Why? Because we're petitioning you. We're petitioning you. We're accessing you through faith, through the word, through belief that you are a miracle-working God. My Lord. And, Lord, as we stir up the atmosphere with faith. We grab hold of what you release even now in the name of Jesus. Yes, we access now. We don't wait for tomorrow. We don't wait for later. You are here now and we access the benefits of what you have for us even now. And we give you Hallelujah. glory. We thank you for it. 
right now. Yes, those Lord. Who are on the list that that this woman of God has uh, made with the names that she's calling out before you, God. You know who they are. You know every name. You know every person attached to the name. And we know that, Lord, you even know that number of hairs on their head. You know the situation and the circumstance. And, God, we call forth the wonder-working power of the Most High to move, yes, to shake, to shift, to make things fall into place the way they need to so that you will be glorified, you will be honored, and you will be lifted up. That's our God. That's the God we serve. That's the one we worship. We worship you because you're God. Whether you work it out the way we expect you to or not, that doesn't change the fact that you are God. And so, yes, Lord, in Lord. that we reverence you. We, we, we pull on you tonight because we know when we pull on you, we're expecting a release in the name of Jesus. Yes, so we God. thank you, Lord, for the release even now as we begin to partition you. And with petitioning, we expect that it will fall into place for your praise oh, yes, and for Lord. your glory. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory. It is real. Thank you, Lord. And it, it is, is so. <laughs> it is so. And to <laughs> thank you and joy. Yes, even when I can't see him, he's working. He's working, my God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Well, thank you you so much for calling in. Thank you for being there in your place, young lady. Yeah, I try to. (laughs) I know that's right. I mean, sometimes Amen. I have to press my way through, but I, I try to make sure I try to get in my place. It's a process. <laughs> it is a yes, process. Lord. But I do yes, thank you is. again, and I bid you all of the blessings as well. Amen. Well, I receive it in the name of Jesus. So, thank God, you and you have tonight. a good evening. All right, you too, Adrice. We'll talk right. with you later. Right. God bless. All right, bye-bye. All right, All right. We're thanking God. Hallelujah. We're thanking God. We're thanking God. Hallelujah. Because he's God. Hallelujah. I just can't help but just thank God. My God, things can be so different. It can be a whole lot different. But God. Let's go to numbers three three four five nine zero. Who am I speaking to, and where are you calling from? Hi, Jayla. George. Jayla. Yes. Hello, Jayla. How are you tonight? I'm okay. How are you? Well, that's good. Well, praise the Lord. Haven't talked to you in a while. Well, let me um. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pray and then take me, um, uh, bring me up to date and see what God has to say. Praise God. We just thank you. Oh, praise you, Father. We thank you for Jayla tonight. Jayla, where are you, where are you at right now? What state? Um, New York. I'm in Brooklyn. Okay, you're still in New York. Okay. 
All right. Well, Lord, we just thank you uh, for Jayla tonight. And, um, oh, I don't know. This song just this is crazy. I don't know. Raindrops keep falling on my head. <laughs> I don't know the words to it, but it just it just popped up like, oh, you know. And it's like I, I, I just see, like, raindrops keep falling on my head. You know the words to that song, Jayla? You ever heard that no. song before? It's an old song. It's, let's see. Let me just, I don't know. I just want to, I got to know the, I got to know the lyrics here. Because um, that just popped in my head. And um, back in the day when I was much, much younger, probably a teenager or a young adult, this was a popular song. And, um, okay, keep falling on my head. That ain't, that's not the one I remember. Wait a minute, who is this? I remember I was looking for the Oh, okay. I thought it was somebody else. But anyway, it says DJ Thomas. All right, but anyway, raindrops keep falling on my head, but that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. Crying's not for me because I'm never going to stop the rain by complaining. <laughs> Glory be to God. Hold on, let me just. Okay. All right. Raindrops keep falling on my head, and the rest of it says, "And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling." So I just did me some talking <laughs> to the sun, to the sun. <laughs> and I said, I didn't like the way he got things done sleeping on the job. Those raindrops keep falling on my head. They keep falling. Huh. Hold on a second. I don't know where that just came from. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even thought of that song in, like, 50 years. <laughs> and... Uh, it says, the blues they send to meet me, they won't defeat me. It's long, it won't be long till happiness steps up to greet me. Ha, ah, ah, ha, glory be to God. So, Lord, I don't know, I'm not going to finish the whole thing here, but that part right there, and with the raindrops, and that whatever the enemy might be trying to send to defeat you, it won't be long. Before the sun, hallelujah, is going to come to defeat the plans of the enemy. Because those raindrops, they can fall all they want to. They can just cause you to think things and and be concerned about some stuff. But that's not going to defeat you. Because happiness is going to step up to greet you. And we just speak that over her tonight in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that no matter what it looks like, no matter what it appears to be, we thank you, Lord, that you have worked it out. You have, you have directed her path. And because you have directed her path, she can walk in confidence knowing that I don't care if they, it's like chicken little, little, and the sky is falling. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, I don't know if you remember that one. That's probably more along your line of 
that little nursery rhyme where Chicken, Chicken Little was running around saying, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Because why? Because God is setting you up. Because he wants you to know in spite of what it looks like. It doesn't matter if there are raindrops. It doesn't matter if it's like Chicken Little running around saying, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. He is he is your defense. He is your shelter. And he is your peace. And we thank God for that tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. That was one of the wildest things that I have said in a while. Uh oh, you breaking up. I don't know what's going on tonight. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Hello. I was saying what yeah, you said it was it's very timely. It was what? Um, it was timely? Very okay. timely. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it was strange. <laughs> it was pretty strange. <laughs> Chicken little and the sky is falling and raindrops are falling on my head. Oh, really, God? <laughs> really? Yeah, that's- Jesus. Oh, wow. So what's going on, Jayla? Uh, a lot has been going on. It's like, I don't know, it's, it's so weird because it's like, I feel like I'm being blessed in a lot of ways, but like stretched in a lot of ways as well. And today I feel like the stretching is to the point where it's kind of like unbearable in a way because... Um, I don't know, like, I feel like in, the, in this past season, like, I've been, well, even seasons prior to this, I feel like I've been really wanting um, guidance. Um, to be honest, like, since I moved up here in 2021, I've been, like, feeling like I need guidance on another level, and I've been really, like, missing my mom. And, like, all this, mm-hmm. like, and things of that, um, things of that nature. Right. And I feel like just like being up here being a young adult and trying to figure life out is just kind of hard especially like in this place because I don't know like it's not that many people that want to like actually help you or like try to put like you know like let you know about certain things and I feel like um, certain people I have around me I feel like a lot of people expect me to always have to figure it out so being that I don't always have it figured out, I don't really have, feel like I have a great support system to, like, lean on anyway. And it's just, like, it's, it's heavy, and it's, it's a lot, and, and it does. <laughs> it, it just feels like I'm getting rained on a lot. <laughs> and that's, oh, my and God. It's just, you know, it's just. You know, I don't, I don't know. To be honest, the only thing that keeps me going is the fact of the matter. I just feel like I can't give up on God. Like I'm just really tired. I will say that, but I can't give up on God and what I believe in. But it's just like knowing what He's promised me and knowing like my purpose and things of that nature. It's just kind of hard because I feel like I've been in like a place of like limbo for so long and. Uh-huh. You know, it's like I try not to compare myself to other people, but it's just like, oh, my goodness, like, how much longer am I going to have to go through so many trials and tribulations? I feel like 
you know, like my friends, I don't even talk to my friends as much and other people as much because I feel like I'm always complaining about something or something is always happening, you know, and it is, I'm just tired, to be honest, and it's just, I don't know, a couple of days ago, I don't know if it was like a two days ago, whatever it was, I literally just got so frustrated. It was just like crying out to God in a way that I never did it before, like literally talking to him. And it was just like just sharing with him how disappointed I was, you know. And right. That's pretty much where I am. It's like I don't want to give up on God, but I'm very disappointed about where I am right now. And, you know, I feel like, try to do the right things and try to be a woman of God, you know, and stuff like that, and I don't see the payoff from it. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, in this day and age, especially with social media, seeing other mm-hmm. people get so far and do so many things and, you know, they have corrupted morals and stuff, and it's just like, why am I even following God sometimes? You know, it's a lot of different things, and it's, it's painful, but, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much going on right yeah that was so interesting with that song i thought it was this singer called burke Bacharach. i thought was i don't know but this guy named i mean it just popped up in my head you know that you know it says the blues they send to meet me won't that script that part that that part popped out the of the lyrics but the there's one thing i know it says the blues they send to meet me won't defeat me. It won't be long till happiness steps up to greet me. So, Lord, um, we just thank you for this. We thank you for you identifying and letting uh, Jayla know that you have identified and you want her to know that she, he sees you exactly where you are, Jayla. The next part, it says, but that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. Crying's not for me because I'm never going to stop the rain by complaining because I'm free. Nothing's worrying me. My God, that is amazing. That is just amazing that God would take that. A song I probably haven't heard since I was a young adult or a teenager, to pop up in my head to say that God has identified where you are. He he sees you, Jayla. He sees the pain. He sees the tears. He sees you, you know, not understanding because he wants you to know that by seeing you and your position, that he hasn't forgotten you, that he loves you, and that the enemy is basically trying to cause you to focus on what the enemy says is defeat. But I thank God, I prophesy, I speak the word of God over you, that this word will manifest, that it won't be long. Before the happiness, the the joy of the Lord steps up to greet you, Jayla, in this season, in this place, at this position, to encourage you and to show you that you're not forgotten. You're not away in some distant land without God, that he loves you, 
with an everlasting love. And, Lord, we thank you that he will open doors and he will shut doors and he will position her right where she needs to be to receive what he has for her. And I just feel led to say, Kayla, sometimes we just have to shut things down. We have to shut things off. Like recently I just said, I need to just part, you know, certain social media outlets. I don't even need to be on right now. I don't even need to because it's funny that you would say that because I'm an old woman. You you have your whole life ahead of you. I don't know how many more years I have. I'm much, much older than you. But you have your life ahead of you. And God is going to, you know, you're going to go through some things. You're going to see some stuff. But it's like don't, don't, don't give up on God. You know, and it was some, some things that you said that, you know, I've had my seasons recently. Where it's been like, okay, God, I've lived my life to try to please you. And I've, I've lived my life to show forth your, your glory and, and, and to, be, to show forth your love. I, I, I want to see some benefits of this. I'm at this place that I need to see benefits. And it was like, I feel like the Lord spoke to me, was it this morning or yesterday? And he just. I mean, he, you know when the Lord comes and he speaks to you because my heart just felt so warmed and I just began to cry. And tears just began to roll down my cheeks as I heard the, the Spirit of the Lord speak to me and says, I've got you. I gave you this. You don't have to worry about it. Just trust me. Just trust me. And as I heard the word of the Lord in my heart, as the Spirit spoke to me, my eyes just welled up with tears, and I just began to sob. And it was like I knew it was God because it touched me in such a way with an assurance that I have you. I don't care who left you. I don't care who said whatever they said about you. I know you, and I will take care of you. Just trust me. And when you get out of that place of trusting me, that's when this, these, these things begin to come in. But when you stay focused in on what I said, when you stay focused in on my word, then that is like a shield. That is like a protector. But when, you, when the enemy draws you away and you begin to look at other things and see other people and look at that and look at this, that's when the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to get you all disoriented. But God spoke to you and said, look to me. Keep your eyes on me. That is the enemy trying to distract you and get you away from the fact that you have a relationship with you and I'm not going to leave you, so don't leave me. And so I just feel encouraged to tell you that even though the raindrops, my God, are falling, even though the teardrops are falling, even though blues rise up to meet you and to greet you, they won't defeat you. Ah, glory be to God when we are focused in. We got to shut stuff out sometimes. We got to move things out of the way. We got to close off some people sometimes so that we can just be in that place that God is going to 
do what he needs to do. And then you need, I just feel led to tell you too, Jayla, you need to pray about what God wants, where he wants you to be. You need to just stay in his face. Where do you want me to be, Lord? You know, what we think might be right, what might look right, may not be for us at all. So just begin, I feel led to tell you to begin to, to, to seek the Lord about where you need to be. Not necessarily, well, spiritually, physically, you know, mentally. Just seek God and ask him to position you where you need to be. And let, and don't be, you know, like I had prayed some things before about the will of God. I said, Lord, recently I've been praying, supersede my will. Just supersede my will. I don't know what's best for me. You know what's best. You supersede what I think is best for me. If you got to shut doors, shut doors. And I've had things, uh, Jayla, in the last few uh, months where doors have shut, and I've been like, oh, man, was it? And then I'll turn around, and I was like, see a situation happen? I was like, that's why that door shut, because God is redirecting me because he said, I said, I submit my will to your will. I don't understand what to do. You know what to do. And some doors began to shut and directed me in another way. So, Lord, we just thank you for that tonight over Jayla. We thank you, Lord, that you that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord and that you will direct her steps. You will wake her up. You will give her dreams. You will speak to her, and you will tell her what she needs to do, what she doesn't need to do. And, Lord, we trust, we trust you to do that. Why? Because you're God. You love her more than she can ever even love herself. There's nobody who can love you like, like that. Nobody but you. So, God, we thank you for that. We give you glory and honor for that. We reverence you, and we let you move in so that things can move out that are not placed, not to be placed or positioned in her life, and even people, and we thank you for that. And it, and it may seem strange. It may seem uncomfortable. Because I've had some uncomfortable situations where I thought that wasn't supposed to leave or they weren't supposed to go. But now that I look back at it, it was a redirection and a reconstructing of the plan that I, you know, I thought I had. But God knew exactly what he was doing. So we let, you know, God, we trust you tonight. And we ask the very blessings of the Most High God to cover her to uh, envelop her as she surrenders surrenders to your perfect plan, the perfect will for her life that you have. Lord, encourage her. Give her peace. Love on her tonight. Love on Jayla tonight. Love her. Show her your love, God, and direct her path in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We just give you honor and glory. We thank you, Jesus. Wow. All right. Well, Jayla, what else? <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you so much. 
You're welcome. And I just wanted to ask you, um, when it comes to the atmosphere, how are you setting the atmosphere in your home? Um, I feel like I don't really do that where I am right now currently. Um, mm-hmm. To be honest, I feel like because I'm, I'm not stationed in my own space, at the moment, you're not like I feel like I'm not in my own space currently, like stationary in my own space. So okay. I feel like I'm kind of like out of control with that. But I, if that makes sense, but uh, I kind of understand. Yeah. Yeah. But as much as possible, as much as possible. Try to set an atmosphere around you of peace and worship, and that's going to change a lot for you. I know, and, you know, uh, when you're in a situation like that, I definitely can understand and identify because it's hard. So in New York, like, do you drive or are you, you know, is uh, transit? Um, yes, I drive, and that's another thing, okay. too, like, a lot of stuff just been under attack. Like, I got in a car accident, was it, last weekend? Oh, wow. Not this past weekend, but, like, the weekend before this past weekend. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been, like, a lot going on. Like, I really feel like the enemy is trying to take me out. <laughs> but Well, that's why I just feel led. You've got to surround yourself with um, your atmosphere. has got to change. We just speak to that right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give her a way of of creating a a place where her atmosphere will shift by the word, by her creating an atmosphere that welcomes and invites you. Um, Because I just sense, you know, this weirdness, this warfare that's going on that's really like, you know, you said it, but it's like the enemy really trying to wear you down, just wear you down. And then you don't have the ammunition in place to deal with it uh, the way the Lord would desire you to. So I was going to say, you know, even in your vehicle, you know, if that's your time of, of, of creating an atmosphere, then you need to create it in your, in your vehicle. You need, to, you, if you need to sit out there in that atmosphere with worship because it's not coming forth in the place of residence. You need to do that. Mm-hmm. You need to gravitate to a place where you can, I don't know where you can, but like I was thinking about your vehicle, because my vehicle, let me tell you, I, I can get up into the presence of God in my car because I am worshiping, I am praising God, and, you know, when I arrive somewhere, then it, it, it just, you know, it's all on me. So I just, you know, felt led to tell you that. Find a way to create that because it's almost like you're being drained of the ammunition, the power to go through and to to conquer and defeat this that's attacking you because you're not you're not in an atmosphere that is giving you the preparation to deal with what you got to go through. So Lord, we just ask that you speak to her. You give her in instructions on how to do that. Because that's going to help her with this battle. That's going to help her 
when she has the word playing, when she has the worship playing, when she is just engulfed in that, then she can walk in with a different perspective on what needs to do, what needs to be done, and how she can do it in Jesus' name, according to his instruction. And we just speak peace and blessings over her. Lord, we thank you that it is a season that is hard, but we thank you that you are God who brings us out. And we look for the way out. We look for it. We look for it in Jesus' name. We look for the way out. Because you've already created it, God. We're just looking for it. We're in search of. We're in search of the victory. Because he's given it to you. Just have to access it in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you for that tonight. And we give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I look forward to you calling back in and staying attached. I look forward to that. Staying attached. That we can strengthen each other. We can be strengthened each other by being in connection. Do you have like a, a, a church family there in New York that you're connected with at all? No, ma'am. No. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of in a and you're in a place where, yeah, the enemy's really trying to just, you know, do some stuff. And uh, so yeah, once you get back to creating that place. Where God is, um, he's 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 stepping in and changing that atmosphere. I believe you're going to see some change. You just have to make up your mind that God, okay, give me some ideas, give me instruction on how to do this. That you're going to have to try to find a place where an atmosphere can be created where you can be, like I said, even in your vehicle, be the place where you gird up and. You, you you're armed. You're speaking the word of God over you, and you you you're you're dressed for battle. Because it seems like, you know, because when a soldier goes out, you know they better be dressed. They better have the helmet on, you know, because they don't know what kind of ammunition is going to be fired their way. They got to have that shield on, you know that uh, that shield, that breastplate of of, of, of to protect, because. We're in war. We're in war. This is this is warfare. We're we're in war. And it guess what? The war isn't over. We'll be in war our whole lives as far as being a soldier of God, of the Lord. We all always need to be equipped and dressed for battle. You know, read Ephesians. Speak that over your life. Speak the word of God. And begin to meditate on it. Speak it out loud. Call it out. You gotta be. You gotta be proactive, Jayla. Proactive. The enemy is not playing. He's waiting for us to sit on the sideline so he can do some stuff. But you have been called to be equipped. You can't lay down the weapons of your warfare. You got to pick them back up. And you got to use them. 
and you use them with the understanding that they accomplish that that's been sent out to accomplish. The word of God, when we send it out, it's sent out to accomplish that which has been sent out to do. It won't return void. It's going to do the job. So, Lord, we just speak that over her tonight, that she will rise up to that place of and position again to take authority over the tactics and the wiles of the enemy. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. All right, Dana. Well, I like I said, I look forward to talking to you again, and I just speak the blessings of the Lord upon you, and you know, speak of the way those raindrops. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, you are welcome. God bless you, and be encouraged. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Anything else? No, that's all. I really appreciate it. Like, you spoke a lot of life into me, and I, I'm going to meditate on the things that you said and really um, get in my word. Yeah, more that's where just, I help. Yeah, that's where I help comes from. Yeah. All right. Well, you be blessed and take care of yourself, and we look forward to talking to you again. Yes, you God bless. Thank you. And good night. You're welcome. All right, good night. All right, who's next? <laughs> I'm looking at here several numbers here. Anybody want prayer, please press one, and I will be able to pray with you. If not, so um, just we can call it a show. I mean, there are several people on here. So if you want prayer, press 1 if you're listening by Internet, um, 319-527-6027 is the number. So um, you can press 1 and I'll pray. So we got a hand that went up. All right, we got some listeners tonight. All right, let's go here. 828-442, who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hi, Angela Joy. This is Jennifer from North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Oh, I feel like I'm soaring. I, I mean, God's just been ministering through the whole program, confirmation after oh, confirmation after confirmation. It's just so blessed. Well, praise the Lord. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> well, <laughs> praise God. Let's just... um. Let's just pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for uh, Jennifer. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who is uh, sovereign. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are a sovereign God. You're, you're a sovereign God. You're sovereign over everything. Uh, and so we thank you for the sovereignty. We thank you for your connection, that our connection with you, God, that we can access the benefits of your sovereignty. Hallelujah. Let me just look for the definition of that. I just want to sovereignty. Mm. Glory be to God. Sovereignty. 
supreme power or authority. Ah, glory be to God. Uh, it represents Jesus. I just felt the presence of God. It just represents dominion. Ah, glory be to God. Uh, it represents governing power. It it represents uh, autonomy. It represents uh, government. It represents the authority that we have through you. So, Lord, that is just so awesome to know that, you know, you want us to be connected to you to access the sovereignty of who you are, the supreme power, the supreme authority, the supreme ruling, governing force of our lives. My God, the dominion. You want us to tap into the dominion, the sovereignty of who you are. And when we do, we tap into power. Glory be to my God. Hallelujah. When we accept and reverence the sovereignty of you, we tap into the power source that generates through us to accomplish that that you put in us for our place here to rule and reign in kingdom authority. So, Lord, we thank you tonight for that resting on Jennifer. We thank you, Lord, for that resting in her, for her to access your governing power, for her to access by operating and understanding who you are to rise up and dom- and have dominion, oh, my God, over that which God has placed in her hand that he's given her access to, dominion authority, and power. We bless your name, God, tonight, that we have been called to be heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus, who rules and reigns and represents authority. We're heirs and joint heirs with that. We give you glory. We thank you for it. Oh, my God, who is man that you are mindful of us, that you would give us ruling power because of your sovereignty. We we, we graciously receive it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Wow, how are you tonight (laughs) besides all of that? (laughs) That made me feel pretty excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm soaring. I it's been um yeah, the devil is relentless, but just in the midst of uncertainty and heartbreak and whatnot, it's just like the joy of the Lord is my strength because I just feel like He has got me so high and lifted and. I mean, throughout the whole program, I have not been able to wipe the smile off my face because he's just been confirming so much. Um, Started with your, just everything you were um, sharing and then, 
you went there to Latrice and then Jayla, you know, the whole car thing, I can relate because I don't have my own space, so to speak. And God told mm-hmm. me this morning, like, you know, to, I don't really have, I live high on a mountain, so it's not like I get out that often, but he told me he wanted me to speak out, which I'm not really able to. I don't have the luxury and freedom to do that um, where I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. But he told me to to make my car a place of worship, and he gave me some wow. ideas today. And I'm I'm thinking, am I hearing you right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, so even you know you ministering to Jayla about that, God was just like confirming, 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 and. Um, Oh, he's just good. But, oh, I wanted to tell you the word you just gave me. I had um, gone to, we have like a, it's a tower. It's a strong tower, little prayer tower that I go to here in my town. Um, It's pretty special to me. And I walked in tonight and all the Bibles were open. Um, They usually are, but something was different tonight. There was a pen laying, like, crossways on the Bible, and on the pen it said United. But the pen, it was, like, underlining a certain scripture, which was mm-hmm. power and authority in Christ. So <laughs> even that even that was confirmation. So oh, wow. God is definitely... I have to go back and listen to this whole program. It's just oh, wow. that an is, amazing. Woo. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like when you came on, I just felt this, you know, that word, sovereignty. And then, of course, you know, we've mm-hmm. got sovereign God. So, of course, I, you know, I had an idea, but let me just see exactly what it says. And it's about, you know, his authority, his power, and how. He wants us to connect with that. And then, you know, just to know, you know, we always say he's a sovereign God. But it's almost like the Lord says, connect with that. Connect mm-hmm. with me in that. Be in place and in agreement with me concerning that. Yes, I'm a sovereign God. Yes, I'm a God of power and authority. I have called you to be heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus, and my sovereignty is yours when you operate according to the kingdom of God in your life. Yes, I am, and I've called you as well. You're not just tasked over here somewhere and, you know, yes, we worship God, we reverence God, and we know he's a sovereign God a sovereign God, but he wants us to know that whole thing about dominion and power, that's what the word teaches for us to operate, even when it comes with spiritual warfare. And we go and we talk about the armor and we gird up. Why? That represents authority. It represents operating with power. It, I mean, no soldier goes into war thinking that, you know, I'm not geared up and have what I need to try to do. I mean, you know, if you do, then you just, you're in a bad place. (laughs) But we as kingdom members, 
we know the word has given us. The word says it. What we need to rule and to reign under the sovereignty of the most high God. So, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, we just really have to take what God is offering us. Sometimes I think, me, myself, I just lay it aside. I don't see it in the manner in which he wants me to see it and receive it. I just like, okay, he's a sovereign God, you know, okay, what? Okay, yeah, but you're mine. You're in me. That gives yeah. you power. That gives you authority. That gives you, didn't I tell you you can walk on serpents and scorpions? Didn't I tell you that? Do you think that comes just by being able to do it in the natural? No, that's because of the power of God. We can't even battle the enemy without having an understanding about the power that we carry being connected in God. So that was that's just awesome, girl. That is just awesome. I'm I'm just I'm seriously just blown away tonight. I'm just like so tuned in and just listening to every single word and I'm just like, God you are so incredibly just amazing and I, there's just no words. But, you know, I, my situation, I feel like he's, I need to be vocal, very vocal with authority and um, just really needing breakthrough. And I was just like, well, how do I do that here, you know, Lord? And that's when he showed me, this is what I want you to do to your car, and even if you just got to go sit in it. And so That's what I do. I thought, yeah. yeah. And I love to drive, but like it's not always an option for me. So, right. But he, yeah, he was just like ministering to me, you know, through your last callers even. So, and, and just yeah, to put I just those say, two I've, things together. Yeah. Yeah, I've I'm had just so many away. powerful times in my car. And my vehicle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am going. I'm, I'm crazy, girl. I'm going down the road. I think these people in this town, probably some of them, have looked at me and say, "Wow, what is up there?" I mean, I'm going down the road. You know, as my my radio stays connected to Christian radio. I mean, and I'm going down the road. And one of these songs come on, man. My hands shoot up. I'm and, and you know. I'm thinking my granddaughter, we were going to uh, the Atlanta Zoo uh, during the summer. And during that particular time, my air had gone out. So I had rolled my windows down. I had the sunroof open. And I'm blast. I'm on, um, what is it, 75, heading heading into Atlanta. And uh, once you get to a certain part, uh, I think it's like near McDonough. For some reason, on that stretch of the road, it's always back-to-back traffic. I don't know. I don't care what time of day you're you're headed that way. Right up in there after you leave, like, Forsyth, and you're coming into McDonough, Henry County, it's like back-to-back traffic. And so you got to slow down, and people, I don't know what the deal is there. Poor planning. I think they build a lot of subdivisions out there, and people about 45 minutes away from Atlanta and some have moved that far out so they can drive into work. 
and uh, then, of course, the regular traffic. And I rolled my windows down. I had the sunroof open. Man, I'm praising God to the top of my lungs, and truckers are looking down on me like, whoa, what's going on in there? And my granddaughter is like, Danny, man, these these people are looking at they're looking at us. And I was like, man, I tell you, I felt so good. It was about 100 degrees, but I, I was having the best time in Jesus I could possibly have with the sunroof open and the windows down. It was sweating, but I was praising God. And I, it was just, it, was, it made the trip, even when the heat, much easier with no air. And so my friend, she was like, Kenny. You know, everybody's looking at us. I was like, let them look. I'm praising my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the best. That's how mm-hmm. I'm radical in my vehicle. So for me, man, that, you know, well, I mean, and then, of course, I've got the music playing in my kitchen. And, you know, I pretty much keep it on all the time. And so when something comes on, man, my floor in the kitchen is the holiest, most holy, sanctified ground in the house because I'm dancing all over the kitchen, you know, while, you know, it's just amazing. So they've kind of gotten used to me. But it, it that car thing, now I'm telling you, that's a place I meet God on a regular basis. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, that's a good place to be there. <laughs> Well, I used to be like that, you know, when I was able to drive around, it was just like, that was my, I mean, just worship, worship just like you described. And um, yeah. just because of circumstances, I missed that. Um, yeah. But he he's given me some, he was giving me some ideas when you were ministering to Jayla. Amen. So I just like, praise God. It was just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I remember yeah, years I'm, ago, I used I to go say. out at night. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I even used to, my thing used to be a long time ago is, you know, it's not as safe as it used But I was in a place where I could actually go out and I would just be out in the evening and look to the stars. And that was my place of communing and worshiping God. You know, just walk out and just look into the heavens and just praise God and worship God alone. Uh, that was another, you know. So, you know, God will give us ideas and, and he will show us how to connect with him. Because it's so important that we stay that in that place. Otherwise, the enemy always has some sort of strategy and plot to try to draw us out of that place. Because he knows in that place, Jennifer, that's where we receive power. Yes. In that place. Well, that's where we access the 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 dunamis power. Praise God. Yeah, I have to fight. Mike, he's calling me to fight for yeah. I'm not going to be in the same place that I, you know, I've been in this place for too long, and the Lord's just calling me to battle, to fight for it. Yeah. I'm not going to be here in the same place next year. I'm just going to fight. Amen. It's in the fight. Yeah, we what I have to do. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'm in agreement with you. And we're just going to call it forth in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for 
you shifting for doors, opening doors, closing, letting your will come forth and superseding whatever she might think is is the right thing, God. You will show her exactly and order her steps. Hallelujah. Thank you. Order her steps, Lord, according to your word, and give her peace as she rests in the fact that you're sovereign and that you will direct and you will instruct and you will empower her to benefit to the benefits of having connection and relationship with a God who is sovereign, a God who is all-powerful, a God who will move things and shift things for us because we're operating in and through him. Who can fight against our God? It's not our war. It's not our fight. The battle belongs to the Lord. We hide up in you, God. My God, we hide up in you. That way we are under the shield of protection. We hide up in you. And who can defeat our God? Who can defeat you, God? We are encompassed and enveloped by you. It's not us. It's you that the battle has been won. So we thank you, Lord, that she finds safe harbor. She finds safe resting, safe place in you that will take her through the battle, and she'll benefit with the blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Man, thank you, Lord. It's so awesome thank you, God. That when we, you know, I was, I, you know, that was so comforting to me. Like I said, I think it was this morning. I think it was this morning, yesterday morning too. That God just His gentleness was, I got you. And then He just began to give me flashbacks of the things that He did. Yes. To remind me that I, if I did it for you then, don't you know I can do it for you now? I gave you this. You know, it doesn't matter who stayed or who left or who came. It doesn't matter. I am God. I can do whatever is needed. All you have to do is trust me. Trust my sovereignty. Trust my power. Trust that it's in you. And I mean, over the last several weeks, it's been like, guard your mouth. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just, he was like, don't release things. I mean, I've been in extremely careful lately. The enemy or or me, it'll come to my mind, and it'll be like, I hear the Holy Spirit say, don't say it. Don't say it. You know, like, I didn't send that, but I know it's there. Don't say it. And I've just seen God just, you know, direct and instruct me over the last, you know, just something simple. Yesterday, my, my neighbor, she uh, is elderly. She's 85, almost 85. And, um, you know, I 
I had, they had switched my schedule last week for a little bit, and I didn't get as many hours. So I said, well, I'll work. I worked yesterday like five hours. And so, but I kind of broke it up in an hour here, there, two hours here. And so I was sitting at the computer, and I was like, okay, I worked, you know, from 11 to uh, 1.30, and then I came, got off for 30 minutes, came back and worked another hour. And then I said, well, the grandkids aren't here. You know, and they're not coming over, and I'm not inviting them. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy my day with you, Lord, and do this little extra work. And so I um, was sitting there, and he said, and so I had the whole afternoon. Let's see. So I worked to one thirty. I got off, I think maybe thirty minutes or an hour. Went back, worked another hour. So it was like three o'clock, and I was like, okay, well. Um, then I looked at the schedule, and I can work up until 11. So I was like, okay. So I put myself to work at 1030. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's only 30 minutes, but I need to get maybe a couple more hours. And so I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, do not schedule yourself to work between um, that kind of like a 5, 6 o'clock period through 8. He says, don't do it. And I'm like, Okay, I won't do it. I don't know why. He just says, don't don't schedule yourself. So I'm sitting out in the back, and then my neighbor from the other side, he comes over, and he's saying, hey, he says, they're taking, you know, my neighbor, my other neighbor, Miss Molly, to the hospital. And I was like, really? So I get up, I run around to her house, and they're loading on the stretcher, and they're taking her to the hospital. And I said, well, are you okay? And she's saying she's feeling a little weak. And uh, so they took her to the hospital, and she said, um, I said, well, I can contact your niece, and, you know, I'll come down there later. And then I got back, and then she, I think she said something to me about, oh, I went out to see her. And then I knew right then that's why God says, don't schedule yourself to work during that time, because she had no way to get home. So I go up to the hospital, and she says to me, she says, um, uh, well, when I went out there, or I think when she was leaving, she says, can, and, you know, if they don't keep me, can you pick me up? And immediately I knew that God was saying, why not to schedule myself during those hours? So I was able, and she loves the Lord. She's a dear, sweet lady. She doesn't have any children. And she's never had children, and she's been like a widow, a widow for like um, many, many, many years. And um, you know, I, I take her food, I check on her, and stuff like that as much as I can. I should do more. I feel like you know when I I'm just so caught up in stuff. But so, but it was like God. It was like he. She has a relationship. She loves the Lord. God made sure she was taken care of. He told me not to work. And believe it or not, Jennifer, I came right back home after I went to the hospital, checked on her, and they said, okay, we're going to release her and everything, and I brought her home. Do you know it was within, like, the the time period that he told me don't schedule myself to work? And then I came home, and the time that he told me that I probably would start back to work, which was 9 o'clock, and then I worked from, like, 9 to 11, it was the time that... I mean, it was. I got back home at eight thirty, uh-huh. and I started. 
And it was like God says, I love her and I love you. And I wanted her taken care of and I wanted you to be the blessing. Because he says, you're going to receive a blessing for being obedient. So it's like, it's amazing. Our God, he loves us. He loved her. He loved me. He wanted to make sure she was taken care of. He wanted me to be obedient so that he'll bless me for obedience. And I did. I I mean, it was just, it's just amazing when I think about if we just, you know, listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit, that some of this stuff we worry about, you know, there's another situation happened and it kind of was like that. It was like, see, I told you, listen to me. See what happened when you obeyed and you followed my leading and not the leading of your mind, your natural mindset. Look what happened. So it's like, I just want to get to that point that I'm so sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit that when I think I need to go left, he says, no, uh-uh, uh go this way. And I'll be quick yeah. and obedient to shift, you know, because I was thinking, well, I'll do this, and then I'll run out and go shopping and go to the store, and I'll, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. No. And it just so happened between that time period, that's when that happened, and I was able to come back and finish what I was doing. God is, I I just want that connection. Like, and even if I can't hear it, God shut it down what I'm trying to do on my own, and you supersede what I've got plans for. And I've had that happen recently uh, quite a bit where God has come in and superseded the the way I had things planned, and then I'll look back and say, oh, that's why. And I, I make that a daily prayer now, Jennifer, is just basically just overrule my plans, God. Just overrule them. I don't know what's going on. Just let your will supersede my will, and then I know it'll be that way when I look back and see what's happened because I followed you, and you shut that door when I'm thinking, I'm whining. Oh, that door got shut. Oh, and then I see, oh, that was God. Yeah. He's so good. He is. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, I don't know, just in the last few days, just I don't think I've ever felt so loved or so at peace. Yeah. You know, despite just you know, everything that's going on in my life. It's just, mm-hmm. man, I really have the joy of the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. That's half the battle, right there. The joy of the yeah. Lord. Yes. Yes. We can keep our joy. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, that is major. Yeah. You know, and that's when you can really tell when you kind of access that realm of the spirit that, you know, because in the natural, you know, your flesh, you know, with things happening, being out of whack, there's not going to be a whole lot of joy with that in your natural state of looking at things. You know it has to be supernatural to have the joy of the Lord in the midst of chaos. Yeah. It can't be anything but 
and what oh, exactly and, it and his presence. Group? Yeah, it's his presence. Yeah. I mean, because I've literally yeah. spent, well, since I woke up today, it's been all him every hour, every minute. So, and, you know, he, you, he, you can't help but feel his joy when you're in his presence. That's right. And his peace. And so. guess what? That connects back to the sovereignty of God. Yes. That's being connected with that sovereign power that rules and reigns, to be in agreement with that, you know, to be in agreement, unity with that. <laughs> How can two walk together lest they agree? You're walking with the yes. power of the most high. So we, in order to benefit from the blessings of that, we have to be in unity and agreement with it. Yes. Yes, like that pen said, united, united. I I, I knew you were speaking to me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, (laughs) wow, wow. Yeah. Mind-boggling. Yep. Well, that's God. I mean, hey, he's good. He's really good. He's good. He is good. Yep. Thank God. Thank God he's God. (laughs) Praise (laughs) Jesus. Crazy. Yes. I could not do it without him. I don't know how people like. I, I don't just, either. I, I don't want to, you know, not a second yeah. without him. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right, girl. Is there anything else? Actually, I do. Um, I have. Well, it's been it's going on four months now. My right arm. I have not been able to use it. It's just excruciating pain. And wow. it's really stopping me from a lot of things that I need to do and things he's asked me to mm. he, he's asked me to do, like paint and I'm a worshipper and it's you know, even you know, I'll do it through the pain but it's just really taking a toll on me. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And so just um, stand in agreement that that healing will manifest soon. Amen. So, so how long has it yeah. been that way? Four months. Wow. Have Since you had October. any 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 um you know, anybody look at it or anything? No, I don't have health insurance or anything like that. I just been standing on the the word. I really I mean I Trust him. I I know what his word says, and just waiting, waiting on him. And I think a lot. I feel really feel like he's having me slow down and rest. Mm-hmm. Um, in him, you know, because I'm a just do do do, and right. It's it's really forced me to well to rest. Right. Yeah. Definitely. So which arm is the, it? It's the right arm, and it, I mean, it's just, it's just horrible, horrific pain. So where's the pain at? Is it more towards the upper, near it's, the shoulder, or down it, to your wrist? Yeah, it started in the, it's from the elbow all the way to the fingertips. It started in the elbow, but it's worked its way down. Now it's wrist, knuckles. I mean, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's really a struggle. Mm. I'm even holding my book 
me out of the Bible and books you had me read today, it was just like I was in tears just holding the book. Mm. Wow. Because I was trying to highlight. (laughs) Wow. Well, let's pray. Praise God. Lord, we just Mm. thank you. We just bring this, this situation to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we just ask that the healing virtue of Jesus will flood yes. her. And, Lord, we thank yes, you, Lord, Lord for um, giving her peace and even opening opportunities for uh, for this healing to come forth in the name of Jesus. We know you're a sovereign God. we talked about yes, your sovereignty. Lord. We've talked about your power. we talked about your authority. we Talk about your anointing. We thank you, God, that that rests on her now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And we ask, Lord, Lord, that you even give her a natural uh, remedy to use uh, to even counteract whatever it is that's going on right here in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she has been given authority, and we thank you for the healing virtue that will flow through her releasing the words that have authority over the things that will plague her even in her body, even now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that she rise up and bless her body Every morning, touch those places that the enemy is trying to cause pain and speak the word of healing over herself, over that situation, over that arm, in the name of Jesus, as we stand in agreement. And, God, if she needs to uh, access any sort of uh, medicine or medication that even is of a natural source that will relieve this, give her wisdom and insight on what she needs to do and how to access it. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are a wise God. You give us wisdom because it comes from you, the all-wise and knowing God. So give her instructions. We speak peace. We speak healing. We speak deliverance in the name of Jesus. And we look for it, God. We look for it. We look for the healing. We look for the the manifestation. We look for it. We don't just speak the word and just put it under a bushel and hide and walk away. We look for the manifestation of the word of God to come forth In Jesus' mighty name. We're in agreement. We call it forth. And we ask, Lord, that this be blessed, these words that are released with power. Let it be done now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I receive. You are welcome. Receive. Yes. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks for a blessing. I'm going to go back and listen tomorrow to the whole program. It's okay. Wow. Well, just you're wow. going to be standing with you. And it was great Thank talking you. to you. Thank All you. Right. God you're bless welcome. you. And I'll be praying for you. Yes, yeah. I accept the prayers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm really writing you it. in my prayer journal. All right. Thank Keeping you in my prayers. Me. You're welcome. All right. We We look forward to talking to you again. So be blessed. Thank you. Looking for a praise Thank you. Good night. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Good night. Good night.
Hallelujah. God is good. All right. So let's see. We got another hand raised up. Ooh, got another two. All right, let's move on here to ah, 251-229. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, woman of God. Um, Hi there. I thought that was you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm uh, Awesome. Yeah, I was thinking about you. (laughs) Well, praise the Lord. Yeah, I said, I wonder how this whole went, how this week went with Sarah. So uh, let's pray. Um, and then I want you to, you know, just inform us. So, Lord, we thank you for Sarah. We thank you, Lord, that um, in the midst of all that she's experiencing, God, you are there. And we thank you, Lord, that um, the healing virtue will come forth and we thank you, Lord, for a speedy recovery. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that you're, you're depositing in her everything she needs to encourage herself. I just feel like tonight is a night where people are being uh, positioned or propositioned by God to encourage yourself in the Lord. And it just seems like that's a thread that, that's here tonight as we uh, talk to callers and you know, different things are going on, different things are manifesting or things that the enemy's trying to put into play. But I think the main uh, line here for tonight is I just sense we all are at a place we need to delve into creating a place that God is showing forth his power, his glory, and his might, and he does that by dwelling in the praises of his people as we encourage ourselves in the Lord and we encourage ourselves with the word and we lift up the the name of Jesus. We worship him in even in adversity that the power of God will manifest to move into our lives to readjust, realign, uh, restructure things that the enemy had put in place to try to destroy and dis- and cause destruction or, or, or some way of causing a, 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 an outcome that is not beneficial. But tonight, God, I feel that your people are most likely to want to shift a little bit, but he wants you to encourage yourself in the word of God. Imper- encourage yourself in the fact that he loves you. Encourage yourself in the fact that he's a healer. Encourage yourself that he's a deliverer. Encourage yourself that he's sovereign and he doesn't change. He will be God no matter what it looks like. So, Lord, we thank you that the healing virtue will flow through her body and what the physicians have said would be certain things would be this way and that way and this length of time. God, you have a way of superseding the mindset of man and operating in a way that shows that you are God. You're in control. You're sovereign. You're the most powerful one. You're the all-powerful one. You are God and not man. You set the course. You set the standard. You set up and you tear down. Because you're God. 
But we thank you, Lord, for Sarah tonight. We thank you, Lord, that she will encourage herself in God. My God, while she's sitting there with that leg propped up, she's going to grab hold of the word. She's going to grab hold of the the encouragement that she's even heard, and she's going to dwell on that and think on that. She's going to release worship so that the healing will come forth even more in a, a profound way than the doctors have said. We give you glory, God. We accept your way over man's way in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I mean, you really, you really was like, hey, that was a power punch. <laughs> Well, thank God it was something. <laughs> that was a that was a powerful word, because you know I thank the Lord for you. I said, well, let me call her and uh, the prayer team and let them know that uh, it you know that I, it's okay. I'm at home. Mm-hmm. Um. The physical therapist will be over to talk to me tomorrow. And so, and I am up on the walk. (laughs) And you what now? And I am up on the walker. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm walking. Okay. I'm walking. I'm walking using the walker. How am I doing? How are you feeling? Yeah. Doing good. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Feeling good. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I didn't get it. You know, of course, I didn't go to church or anything, but it's just like I gave him the most precious, I mean, I gave him a right-on-time smash, um, I guess you want to call it, praise of God. I I just, I let into it. I said, Lord, I'm going to praise and worship you with everything I got. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he could have told yeah, because when the anesthetist, when they, <laughs> when he he was from mm. India, and mm. when he came, when he came there, I'm just gonna give you a rundown. When he came, um, in the um, prep room. He just basically told me who he is, and uh, he says, and be uh, I'm going to be the one that just, I'm the anesthetist and I'm going to be the one that just gives you everything you need um, to know you know uh, as far as you know sleep and everything you're going to be okay mm-hmm. like oh okay 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 so but my faith and all of that was in Jesus you know, because he's the one that wakes us up each day. 
Amen. He's the one Amen. that wakes us up each day. Amen. And then the second step was, okay, the second step was um, I had a nurse. She was typing me up, and I was wondering who was going to be there because it was like my daughter was like, I'm going to be a little late. I'm going to be a little late, and I haven't had surgery in a while. So (laughs) I was like, okay, where are you? Where are you? And it was crazy. Everything was in the car. Her car wouldn't start. And oh, oh wow! But guess what? Guess what God did? The car What's made that? it there. The car made mm-hmm. it to the hospital. And once it made it to its destination, it stopped. <laughs> wow! Isn't that something? Isn't that That's amazing? Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, and then, God. I mean, it was like, it. thank you, Jesus. Because mm. when the doctors finished up everything, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. Because when the doctors finished up everything, mm-hmm. they told my family that her knees were had so much pressure. Her knees were bad. I mean, ten years old or something, something she needed to have them ten years ago. In other words, mm. wow, yeah. And see, I, <clears throat> but see, I had. But I had a wreck with an oil tanker around that time. You had a wreck with a so, what now? An oil tanker. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. And so I should have had the knee replacement 10 years ago. But I didn't mm. know I needed it. I had no idea I needed one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But God mm. is yeah, a white on he time. preserved you. Yeah, all those years, he just, you know, held you together there. Yeah. Wow. That's and... amazing. <laughs> I was yeah, that's breaking news. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. I woke up. We, have, woke we serve up an early. amazing God. He is pretty amazing to me. I mean, I mean, even though we know he's sovereign, even though we know he's God, he still, <laughs> he still amazes me so much. Wow. That's just awesome. Isn't that awesome? Well, I, yeah. So glad that you, um, you know, you, everything worked out, and you seem real rested. You sound real rested, and so it's a time that you know you can just rest in God with the Word and speak it over your body, even though you come through this and you're in the healing process. 
you just speak the word of God over your, your body and over that knee and God has a way of just, hey, he, he, he can just do stuff. You know, I had somebody tell me recently they had, I think they had some surgery that um, they were supposed to have and had been putting it off and how God miraculously just like, you know, it just just went a whole different way. You know, even though they didn't want the surgery, they had to have it. And it ended up just being God showing out, you know, because just amazing the doctors on how quickly the healing came forth. So we just, you know, we never know what God's doing. We never know how he's showing forth his glory. We never know. So we just thank God that he's God. Yeah. <clears throat> Amen. Yeah. I just I just love him so much because you know, he knew that I needed that knee replacement and he was gonna meet me there at the the knee and he was gonna meet me there at mm-hmm. that hospital and show out yep. and show up. Amen. And then you think because about it, not- Sarah, you know, God does things a lot of times through us that he can show other people about the God that we serve. You know, it's not always just about us and you're like, why, God, I have to go through this and why I have to go through that and why is this going this way and not going another way? We never know what God is doing in the process of all of that, who he's ministering to through that, who he's speaking to uh, with that, with situations, how he's showing others who may have not understood this God we serve, they're now in position to actually witness the things that our God does. Because otherwise, had we not gone that route, they may not have never understood who this God is and what he can do. So, you know, we pray for things to go a certain way, but we never know what God is doing because he could be putting us on display, Sarah, display, so that others will be able to see who this God is that we serve. Huh. That, you know, that came to me recently. Like, you know, well, why, God, do I have to go through this? And why does it have to be like that? We don't know who God is trying to speak to through our situation, you know? <laughs> of course, of course he's God. He could just wipe it out and do it, you know. But a lot of times, you know, he might be trying to show other people, oh, this is Sarah. Look who she serves. Look how I'm doing this, you know. It, it, we, it's just amazing. I mean, when we can't even comprehend because, you know, God sees before, he sees after, he sees during, he knows everything. So we don't really know what he's doing. So we just thank God. I guess we just say whatever way you want. Like I, I'm trying to keep my mind focused on saying whatever your will is, God, let your will supersede my will because I don't know what you're trying to do in this situation, but you know what you're trying to do. And so that's the assurance we can have. And that's why I say just speak over your body, speak over that knee, 
lay hands on it, even though you had surgery, we're going to believe God to do miraculous work even in that, that might even show people, hey, wow, that's pretty awesome, you know, how God did that. She believes in this God that is, look at look at what's happening here. You know, so I don't know. I just felt led to say that to you because I just tend to, like, think that, you know, things will work out the way I think they are because they should be because, you know, you know. No, we can't do that. We can't do it. I'm learning more and more. We don't know what God is doing. We have to just trust him. Have to trust no, we him. can't chase God. We can't chase him. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. But I'm just happy to hear you <laughs> on here. You just seem so, I don't know, there's just, you're just being rested and you sound good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I um, I, you know, I get a little pain here and there, but uh, I'm keeping keep keeping it moving. Amen. With the Lord, That's what we gotta do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes, All and right. I'm uh, being thankful for everything He's doing and everything He's about to do. Amen. Amen. I'm right there with you, sister. I'm believing that as well. And that's where we see the victory. So, is it raining over there in Alabama and the state over for me? Um, no. Oh, really? It is like pouring here. I was like, it stopped and now it started back. It's raining really hard. So, I'm like, well, don't want anything going on with the internet. Stay in place. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to you soon, and uh, may the Lord bless you real good, and uh, and and keep and I love you, and have a very blessed week. All right, you too, my dear, and God bless you. Love you. We look forward to hearing more of what God's doing in this situation. So you be blessed. We'll talk to you again, Sarah. Okay, talk to you then. All right, then. Thank Good night. You. Good night. Amen. It's so good to know that, you know, there's a God we can trust. We can just trust him with anything. Amen. Let's go to 954-580. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello, good night. This is Caroline from Jamaica. Hi, Carolyn from Jamaica. I had not heard from you in a while, so how are you? Yes, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. That's been good. How are you doing? I am good. I am pressing on and pressing in, and what's new? That's what I spend my life pressing on and pressing in, so um, Mm -hmm. God is good, and so... Let's pray for you, Carolyn, and uh, just release the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for my sister tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the preservation, the preserving, the preserving of her to, uh, in, in to well, basically, like I sense, the preserving, the preservation of your life, of what you've been called to do. 
because God is about to show you what the whole purpose of the preservation uh, for is all what it's all about. And um, God, we just thank you for as you begin to just speak to her in uh, in 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 visions and dreams, as you even begin to talk to her, you know, in the wee hours of the morning, and you encourage her uh, to be steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the things of God because that's where her help, that's where her strength comes from. And so when she feels, you know, like she doesn't understand what's going on, I just thank you, Lord, that you're going to talk to her. You're going to encourage her, even when nobody else understands what's going on, when nobody else has uh, an understanding of where she is in her in her mind, in her her, her spiritual place in God, that you know exactly where she is. And, Lord, that you will encourage her in that place. And not only will you just encourage Carolyn in that place, but you're going to gird her up as she communes with you. You're going to give her more uh, of a, a, a feeling of security, more of a feeling of being, like, set and set up and, and protected with everything that she needs to go forth with. She's going to be, it's just like I sense like, you know, somebody who God is taking in and he's strengthening uh, for uh, for the next place. He's strengthening you. And sometimes, you know, like when you think about in the natural, uh, um, you have somebody you trust and they love you, they'll kind of pull you to the side and say, hey, come hang out with me for a little bit. I want to give you some information that's going to benefit you uh, in, in your place that you're in right now and even help you as you move forward. So I just think that that's something that's going on with that right there, Carolyn, is like God is like going to just kind of pull you to the side a little bit, nudge you a little bit, and, and kind of whisper to you and show you some stuff and even – uh, give you instruction on what needs to be done and 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 what what the benefit of it is all about, because he wants you fully equipped. He wants you fully knowledgeable of what he is doing and when he's doing it and how he's doing it and how he's going to release things in you to do it. So Lord, we thank you for that relationship with God, where he's. She, I just sense he's going to nudge you a little bit and say. Carolyn, let, let me share this a little bit with you. I'm going to talk to you. I might wake you up in the wee, wee hours of the morning and give you some specific instruction for the race, give you some instruction for the walk, give you instruction for what's coming up, give you some instruction on what's going on now so that you will rest in him even more than you are now because he's going to encourage you to be secure in him. Be secure in his instruction. Be be secure in the wisdom that he's going to release to you. Be secure in the person that he's called you to be because he wants you to know, I'm right there with you. I just want to let you know. I want to encourage you to let you know, I'm here, right here, and I'm going to give you what you need for the progression of where you're going. And so we thank you for that, Lord, because we know you told us in your word, you will stick closer than a brother. You're not just throwing us out there, just, you know, no, you're with us, and you're there to instruct us. You're there to lead us. You're there to guide us. 
And, Lord, I thank you for that relationship she has with you, that she will receive the instruction of the Lord. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for that encouraging work, because I do feel that this is where the Lord has made, um, like a preparation season. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So listen out for the instruction. Listen out, you know, just be attentive, you know, to what God is speaking to you in this season because I just sense he has a desire to really just give you some real instruction and uh, release some wisdom uh, concerning some mm-hmm. things to you. So, yeah, stay stay connected and tuned in because <laughs> God is going to be speaking. Going to be speaking. Hallelujah. Just like I was listening earlier about how I, you know, I heard the Lord say, you know, about my schedule. Don't, I don't know if you were listening. He says, don't switch your schedule. Don't add anything at this time between these hours and that, those hours. I, you know, I'm thinking, why? You know, and I'm thinking, well, I believe the Lord is prompting me not to schedule myself to work between these hours. And so I'm going to be obedient. Sure enough, there was my neighbor who needed to go to the hospital, and I was available. And and the thing of it is, it wasn't just really about me. It was about his love for her as well. She, you know, she's by herself. She doesn't have anybody. And God was depending on me to be obedient to take care of someone he loves as well as he loves me. Yeah. It's so important because, like I said, she lives, I don't know if you heard, she's in her, she's 84, she'll be 85 soon, and she has been, you know, she doesn't have children, never had children, lives alone. She lives right next door to me, and her niece has found out that she has cancer, and she used to come over and help her, and she, you know, go, you know, she normally would pick her up from the hospital or take her to a doctor, and she's not available and so I, I, I told her, he's like, you know, I want to, I don't know if I really stressed it the way I should. I wanted to encourage her to know that God loves you, Miss Molly. He loves you so much. And I did tell her that the Holy Spirit had, in, had told me, don't schedule between these hours. And I told her, I said, I really believe the Holy Spirit said that because he knew your situation. And he wanted me in place mm-hmm. to take care of your situation and help you. Because he loves you. And I'm telling you, I I just feel glad to say he loves you, Carolyn. He wants to let you know he set up preparation for you. He's got instruction for you. So just be sensitive because, you know, he takes care of what belongs to him. And, um, Mm. I encourage that uh, my neighbor, like, you know, he knew that I, you know, had planned on working. And he said, no, no, not between these hours. And I administered to her because, you know, she's alone. And just to think that God, you know, had it set up where I would be available to take her, you know, she called the ambulance and they took her to the hospital. And, um, but then they did tests and everything, and she was fine. And just 
out of obedience, I was able to go up there and I sat with her for a while. And then they said, well, you know, the test came back, you know, pretty good. So we're going to just let her go. And so I was able to take her home. What a blessing that was to me to bless her. Just because I knew I had been obedient to what God had said to do. You know, that just blessed me. So I don't know, mm-hmm. I feel led to say be very sensitive because I believe God's going to be speaking to you and giving you some instruction on what to do. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, we look forward to hearing about what God's doing. So you make sure you yes. keep us abreast. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. And if it's possible, I just would like you to agree with me in prayer. Um, in regards to our house, uh, if it's God's will, he will make it available. Um, looking in regards to a house uh, for rent. Mm-hmm. So okay. I saw one that I really like, but they do have someone that they're, they deem a prospective um, client. Mm-hmm. But I was told to follow up. Uh, should a default on payment, then okay. I may be able to get it. But I'm like, Lord, if it's your will, just Amen. make it available. Amen. Amen. So right there, I'm in agreement with you, Carolyn. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that as I mentioned earlier tonight, you know, we want your will to supersede yes. our will. So we don't know all of the details and the particulars about things, but you do. And so when we know that when you're involved, I mean, it, it's going to be what it needs to be. I mean, we can just trust you. Yes, when you. When you are in place and your will is in operation, we don't even have to worry about our will because we want our will to be submitted to your will to get the best that we can possibly get from you. And that's the only way we can get it, God, Mm -hmm. is when your will comes forth. So, Lord, we thank you tonight that um, Caroline is in agreement with the fact that the will of God will come forth in her plans and these plans for her to get a residence to live in. And, Lord, we thank you in advance. We may not understand what you're doing. We may not understand what it's turning out to be or the direction it's going in, but you understand. So, God, we lay aside every weight. We put down everything we're carrying concerning what you what we want, and we ask God, what do you want with this situation? And we call it forth in the name of Jesus. No Jesus. devil in hell can stop the plan of God's will. We submit Amen. it to you. We release it to you. And it has your stamp of approval on it because it's your will and not ours. And it shall be as what you want it to be in the name of Jesus. We call for the perfect residence for her to live in, that you would be honored, you would be glorified, and that your will will 
wipe out every other will that would try to raise his ugly head in this situation. And we thank you, God, that your will will come to pass, and it'll be a blessing because you're a God who blesses. You have benefits and you have blessings for your children, and we want every one of them to be manifested in the name of Jesus. We call her blessed, and we call what's hers that come forth now in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. We be at peace because you know the will of God is going to come forth and get you just exactly what he wants you to have. You don't even have to worry about it. You don't even have to give thought to it. You just do your part and, and do what you can do in the natural but know by a fact that God is going to come forth because when we let his will move in, we don't have to worry about our will. It's a done deal in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Yes. God bless you. you. Have a wonderful night. All right. You too, Carolyn. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Bless you. All right. Good night. Amen. God is good. He's good. You know, I think so much that God wants us to do so many times, he just wants us to just rest in him. Lord, help me, Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, it's not easy, you know. And, uh, of course, you know, we learn. We learn through what we go through. So, all right, let's go to 321230. And who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Antelise calling from New York. Hi, Antelise. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I am doing pretty good. I am just, you know, um, looking to the Lord as we all have to. (laughs) So let's pray and we can talk to you. All right. Well, Lord, we just thank you for Antelise tonight. We just thank you, Lord, for the the presence of God that uh, rests on her. We thank you for the benefits and the blessings that are on her life and the things that you are bringing her to to come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that her walk is a walk where her steps are being ordered by the Lord. And we thank you, Lord, that she will rest in the fact that her steps are ordered and that she won't go in a direction that she doesn't need to go in because the direction has already been set up by her steps being ordered. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she will rely on the word of God. She will rely on the relationship she has with God. She will rely on the connection she has with the Holy Spirit. She will rely on the fact that the Lord has already made straight that which is crooked. And she will rely on the fact that she's in a covenant with Christ Jesus and that she is an heir and joint heir and that the things that will perplex those who don't know you won't perplex her because she has a knowledge that supersedes the world to understand that God has a way of ordering and ordaining that which belongs to her and it shall be as the word of God says it will be. 
But, Lord, we thank you tonight as she begins to release the word of God over her life. She begins to speak the word of God over her life. She begins to prophesy over the word of God, and she releases it with expectation to know that it's impossible for her to miss God when she's being led by God and her steps are ordered by him. Let her be at peace. Let her be at rest. Let her have an understanding that greater is he that lives in her than he that is in the world. And even when the enemy comes to plot, his plots are superseded by the plan that God has already set in place before the foundation of the world. So we give you glory, God, for your daughter. We give you glory that her relationship, if it ain't as tight as it needs to be, let it tighten it so tight that that when we see her, we will see God. We will see the glory and the manifestation resting on her life to know that the relationship is a covenant one. We thank you for that. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. So what's going on, Alcalise? Um, all things are well. <laughs> no complaints. Everything's been going well. Praise God. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank, thank you, Jesus. Lord. It's been quite a ride, but you know <laughs> <laughs> things are going well. No complaints at all. Praise God. Well, that's a testimony in itself. It really is. It really is. Well, you got a remember. encouragement you want to share? Um, even if, I mean, just as small as just hang in there. <laughs> hang in there. Yes, because, you know, that's what I've been doing. And, you know, even... When all that has been going on with me, just hanging in there, I, like I, mm-hmm. I do things that I felt like was impossible, you know. Mm. So, as all anything is possible, and Jesus, Amen. <sighs> that hey, that's mm-hmm. a mouthful right there in itself. Just to say and to know that anything, oh my God, anything mm. is possible with Him. There's nothing too hard for God. Man, sister, that's a word that will preach because, you you know, there are so many people that are discouraged. There's so many people mm-hmm. who are resting on what they can see with their natural eye that, mm-hmm. you know, will trip them up because of what they don't see. And, you know, I have to remind myself that mm-hmm. um, I have to look to God to to just make a way when there doesn't seem to be a way. And I can't look at it based on what I can see with my natural eye. I got to trust God. Right. And it's not always easy. But You're just right. to know that you are in a place that, you know, hey, I'm saying, hey, I it was hard. You know, mm-hmm. I can't base things on what I can see with my natural eye. But because I stayed and trusted God, because I 
stayed with a mindset and an attitude that God is still God, and it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how hard it appears to be. God's going to show up and be God. Wow, that's that's an awesome place to be. Amen. What an awesome place to be. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord. Mm, mm. You know, it's um, it encourages me, you know, because I, um, you know, just lately there's some things, and you know, I I, I enjoyed me not having company today, because usually mm-hmm. on the weekends, every weekend lately, it looks like I've got one grandchild, you know, and I'm always trying to entice them to come over and hang out with Nanny, and you know that. But this weekend, I was like, uh-uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to enjoy, you know, my peace. I'm going to enjoy the quiet time with the Lord and just be free to just do what I need to do. And mm-hmm. what a blessing it's been because, you know, we just need to let God just be in control. Yeah. Just let him be in control of what he wants you to do. Then I got a, I was able to spend time with a precious friend, you know, who, you know, very much encourages me in the Lord, and I encourage her. And we hadn't talked mm-hmm. in a while. We hadn't been out to eat, and it was her birthday this week, so I we went out to dinner. I hadn't been out to dinner in a while with anybody, and I've just been home slaving over the stove on Sundays and Saturday nights to prepare a meal for my my kids and grandkids to come over. But I was like, I'm not doing that this week. <laughs> Good for you. Sometimes that 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 time to yourself or that time to just do something you enjoy, you know, even just spend with God like it's necessary. Right. And I enjoy so much. I enjoy cooking for my family. I just do it. I mm-hmm. mean, but it was like God says, no, don't, don't do that this weekend. You know, I, I, you know, just don't even. And then it was Super Bowl weekend anyway, so. I think mm-hmm. one of my sons, he had something at his house, so I was like, you know, he wasn't coming over anyway. And then it started raining, and it was like, you know, it was like, you know, this whole situation with what happened with my neighbor. It was like God just set me up. It was like, okay, let let me just do what I need to do with you this weekend. Stop just planning. Mm-hmm. Just, just let me do the planning. And um, God's just awesome like that. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yep. He's that kind of God. So what's going on? Uh, Anything exciting going on up there in New York? Um, Not really. (laughs) You know what? The weather has been amazing. Really? What part of New York York are you? I live in Syracuse. Is that like upstate New York? Yep, it is upstate. And normally, like, this time of year, like, blizzard, like, or, like, a bunch of snow and it's freezing, but... We've had some amazing weather this winter. And yeah, I've I was been speaking to some moving. people up there, and they said that. Yes, and, and I was moved, had moved back from Florida sometime last year, and that's the one thing I was worried about. I'm like, oh, the winter is again. But this winter, like, no complaints. I mean, it's no here and there. We had a couple cold days, but other than that, it's been, I mean, nothing to complain about. Well, wonderful. Hopefully nothing will pop up. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, and if it does, which I'm hoping it won't, I mean, we wouldn't even be able to complain then because we're, it's almost over. 
So y'all start warming um, up what March? Like Aprilish. March April, sometimes okay. is cold. It's like, you know, sometimes it's it's cold in March. But my birthday's in March, and sometimes I get warm, nice weather, and sometimes it's yeah. maybe a blizzard. So you just you just never oh, know. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of weird here in Georgia. Yeah, it's it's really weird here. I mean, I'm from Florida, of course, and then but being mm-hmm. here in Georgia, it's been really weird. Usually. I mean, we can still expect, you know, cool mornings and cool evenings right up till May, you know, but mm-hmm. it might get up to 80, 90 degrees, and then one week it'll go back down to about 40. And I was like, this is weird. And it'll do that yeah. right up until May. So, but, yeah, I yeah. Um, we've had a pretty good, you know, uh, winter so far. As, you know, it's been steady. And uh, but I, I thank God that, you know. He's, you know, this. They had a few tor- tornadoes that came through. I think some part of Georgia a few weeks ago, and at and um, what was it, Alabama? But thank God for his protection. He, thank mm-hmm. God. I just he's he protects and he watches. Well, I'm glad to hear that mm-hmm. all is well with you. And um, thank you. God is doing something. It just I just sense to say, you know. You're just in that place with God that, you know, just let him lead, continue to lead and guide and instruct. And because of this covenant you have with him, you can trust him and um, mm-hmm. walk on through this thing. That's, that's, that's what relationship is all about, you know, even in the natural. You know, you're with somebody that you trust. Uh, mm-hmm. You can, you know, walk through with an understanding that, okay, yeah, it, might get a little bumpy, but um, it's good. It's mm-hmm. good. Why? Because I'm yeah. with somebody I can trust. I've got somebody mm-hmm. who's got my back. You know, I've got somebody who's looking out for me. So regardless mm-hmm. of what, whatever, I mean, we've got this relationship built with a covenant of trust. And that's what I was really picking up with you, with God, you know, this covenant of trust and you know, mm-hmm. walking this thing out. So. Praise God. Thank you so much. Yes, amen. Thank you, Lord. And thank you so much. Amen. That's good. That's good right there. Just stay the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you again, and God bless you. All right. All right. So that's it. Anything else? You got a prayer request? Um, no, nothing. No, nothing specific. You know what? Well, I um somebody. You know what? I I do. I um I have somebody really close to me. They're like having um issues with their children, trying to go down like the wrong path. Can I have mm. prayer just for his children? Sure, I can understand. You. you know, because this is. There's all so much out there tempting people and, you know, and families and trying to just bring disturbance. So, Lord, we just thank you mm-hmm. as we lift up this family. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you will give the, the, the adults, the parents, the wisdom on the right words to say and the right things to do to draw their children to a, a, to a closer walk with, um, with you, God, and 
And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for protection. We release protection and speak protection over these children right now in the name of Jesus. Every setup, everything orchestrated to try to cause them to go in a direction that is detrimental. We come against that right now in the name of Jesus. Every plot that the enemy has set up, every snare that he has caused to be in place for them, we come against it and we speak against it and may it be dismantled in the name of Jesus, dismantling, dismantling the situation, dismantling the traps, dismantling the plot that the safety of the Lord will surround them. We give you glory and thank you for that. We release this word with a power and authority from a sovereign God who is in place and always in place that the enemy's uh, plot will be blocked and dismantled and destroyed in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, strengthen the parents. Let them have a relationship that's close to you that will be able to give them the words to speak with authority over the children and the lives that they are speaking health and strength and and, 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 uh, understanding of how to stay in safety. It's how to be safe, how to be safe, be safe. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you that you'll give them words of wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. All right. You are welcome, and you be blessed. We look forward to talking to you you later. All right. Thank you. Good night. All right. Good night. Amen. Well, it's moving on down to... Seven zero six five six seven. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Hello, uh, my name is Jessica. I'm from California. Hi, Jessica from California. Have I ever talked to you before? I don't think I have. I usually um, think I think I get Randy most nights. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't think I've ever got you before. Okay. Well, it's good to speak with you, Jessica. Yeah, of course, we're on uh, seven days a week, so Randy's on Monday through Thursday, and then there are ministers that come before Prophet Randy, and they're on, and then we have somebody usually on Friday and Saturday. And usually I take Sunday, <laughs> so I'm Angela Joy, and pleasure to meet you, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> what part of California are you in? Um. Towards Southern California, towards um, towards the Coachella Valley. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, praise God. Well, let's pray for you and then talk. Lord, we just thank you for Jessica. We thank you, Lord, for you um, bringing her in here tonight. And, Lord, we thank you that because of her, uh, her trust in you and her walking with you, God, I just thank you that, um, that even where things have seemed to be just, you know, not really not walking with a certainty of some steps to take and some directions to go, that, Lord, you will enlighten her and you will you will be a, a lamp unto her 
of feet and a light unto her path. And, Lord, we thank you um, that you are going to reveal some things in this season. I just see, like, the the sun, like, shining. And a lot of times when I see, like, the sun shining and, and I can't really distinguish what I'm seeing, all I can see is the sun, is that there are some areas that may be not clear, not understanding uh particulars, but it's almost like don't even be concerned about understanding the particulars. Why? Because the sun is shining. The light of God is shining on your path. It's like um, a lot of times, you know, we think about the word and we think about uh, how, you know, we can use it. Well, we can use it because we can speak the word to direct us into the way that God wants us to go. And so, you know, when we walk by faith, sight isn't really involved. He says walk by faith and not by sight. So it's almost like I sense that you're walking into a place where you're going to have to trust God by faith and not by sight because you're not going to be able to see something. But you can be assured <laughs> that the light is shining on the path that it's going to direct you exactly where you need to go because you can't rest on your natural ability to see. You're going to have to trust in the faith you have in God that the light that is shining is going to reveal what it needs to reveal in time, in season, at the place designated for you to see what God wants you to see. But right now, it's walking by faith. So, Lord, we thank you for Jessica tonight. We thank you for her trust in you, for her uh, connection with you, uh, the relationship of covenant with you, that she'll be able to understand that I don't have to see everything in this season. I just got to know my God. So, Lord, we thank you that she knows her God. And what she doesn't know about it, it's okay because in time it shall be revealed according to the plan and the purpose that he set up for you even before the foundation of the world. So we give you glory for this. We give you honor because when you're in position and placed in our life appropriately, we don't have to worry about a thing. All we got to do is trust that you're God and it's working out for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you. And it's telling me I'm getting ready to drop off. I don't know. I'm like, please don't drop right now. No, this no. is like, you got 10 seconds. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, I heard a little beep or not. Um, well, well, like I no, said, but... let me. Yeah. Well, what's up, Jessica? Well, I mean, it's great timing. Um, I have a job that I've been doing um for a little over a year now, and I just received a new client, but it's it's really pushing me physically and mentally um, mm-hmm. to have to accept the client to be officially full-time because then I'm working extra hours. Um, mm-hmm. And so decision-making decision, decision making in this season and having the discernment to know, you know, it's not every opportunity is from God and which ones to take and so on and so forth. So right. that's um, spot on. So um, 
I've been wrestling with whether or not I should take this or put a boundary up and not take this client um, just for my health or for having time and um, all that because it, it, it'd be a very long day. Um, right. And so, so I, I'm, you know, in the middle of that decision-making process. Praise God. Well, we just trust mm-hmm. that God is going to lead you directly to what he has for the plan for your life in this situation. And, Lord, we just, you know, lately, like I said, I've been praying over myself and others tonight. Lord, everything that's not of your your direction and your leading, we only want what you want. We want, you know, your will to come forth. And if it means superseding our will, then, God, you know how to redirect, re, you know, organize, reconstruct, because you're God. And we trust you in that. It doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. We trust that you're God and you're going to be God. Why? Because we re- allowed you to come in and do what you need to do in our lives, and we release ourselves from it because we want our will to be submitted to your will. So, Lord, we just thank you for this thing working out for Jessica. We thank you, Lord, that the plans you have for her are good plans, and we call for the goodness of the Lord to be made manifest in her life concerning this job situation in Jesus' name. We look for it. We look for it. We are in anticipation and expectation of what God is about to do in this season for her. And we thank you for it. We thank you in advance. And we look for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. We thank God. We know he's God. And we know he has mm-hmm. the best things. Uh, laid out for us already. We just got to be in position mm-hmm. to receive it. And uh, we just look for, a, you know, a testimony and a praise report concerning this. Absolutely. I, I sometimes will give me a scripture every now and then that will pop into my head during prayer. Um, I'm mm-hmm. just going to check one up real quick because I'm not sure if I heard it correctly, but I'm going to look. <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna... Pop it in really quick. Um, Amen. It's either Proverbs or Psalms. I'm not sure. It kind of was. Let's see. Okay, it was definitely Proverbs then. Um, I think I got Proverbs 14.8, and that is, The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Mm. It's about wisdom. Mm. Good word. Yep. Good word. Yep. And um, when you think about, you know, there's so many people that think they're so wise in their own thinking. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know they're just so wise. And uh, I was thinking of an individual recently that I thought to myself, with the, all of this education that they have, why is this simple thought not coming forth here. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's just, it was like, wow, you know, to think that sometimes God will give us wisdom because we trust in him, that will confound those who think that they are so wise. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, even with all the disease and all the education sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it amazes me every time it happens is that, you know, wow, this person has the degrees, this person has, you know, the years of book learning. You know, I have a degree too, but, I mean, I'm not putting my my wisdom and my my whole trust in that. I got to hear mm-hmm. from God. And so mm-hmm. when I see someone that you can see has put their trust in what they have learned, their man-made learning, uh, mm-hmm. and... Um, I see, you know, that happening, and you can tell they operate that way. And then here I just pop up with something that God has given, and you can see the, you know, this look on their face like, huh, where did that come from? Well, it's to confound mm-hmm. the why. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're confounded yep. because you're not operating in that place. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you've looked to your ability to understand when it's God's ability and the discerning to understand. But that's something you don't operate in, so you don't have a clue. And it confounds the so-called why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the world we live in. Yeah, it really is. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, folks who do apologetics and the amount of people that come on and, and debate them that are very smart in worldly terms as far as, you know, degrees (laughs) or education and all this. And then, but it's, they overcomplicate it or they, they word salad everything. It's really, when you overcomplicate things and put definitions there that don't need to be there. And then it's like, you're making your own web, you know, (laughs) as the the word. And it really is because it's just, it's, Complicating what God made very simple, simple, simple. truth, simple behind Yes, yeah. yes, simple logic. There you go. And um, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about that, it's like, wow. You know, just think how many people are walking around on this earth, especially here in America, with that type of mindset. Maybe that's why we're in the mm-hmm. mess that we're in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Deviated, deviated away from looking at the cross and started looking in the mirror instead, and that was kind of the downfall. Yep, that's it. So, wow, yeah, that's probably true with a lot of things that we're dealing with right now, and um, so we just we just look for, you know, God to just direct His children, you know. To be in that place mm-hmm. where we can hear and we can understand and and you know, people be like, Well, how'd they get there? Well, how did that happen? You know? Well, mm-hmm. it's because of the God I serve and uh, I'm not mm-hmm. looking to uh have this understanding and wisdom in my own you know, of my own. I'm looking to God for this mm-hmm. and he'll direct it, so Wow. So how did you find out about mm-hmm. Prophetic Grace Network and how long have you been calling in? Um, I, um, I'm not sure what the, who the first person I ever talked to was, but it was a long time ago. There was a time back in 2017, um, or 18, I started calling in and there was one night that I was 
under heavy demonic attack and my friends and family were not available. I couldn't call anyone or they'd kind of, they were tired because I had been going through some stuff for a while and um, mm-hmm. I didn't really have anybody else. And, you know, I credit that evening. Um, I don't remember exactly who it was that I spoke with, but I credit that evening with you guys. I mean, I don't know if I would have been alive or not because it was yeah. it was very heavy. Um, I was being pressed down on physically and these things were not mm-hmm. letting me go and I was in a panic and and you guys answered like I know usually there's a cue to wait in the line right. and I was right. I was up really quick that night and I thank God because as soon as the person got on the phone, the two ladies got on the phone, mm-hmm. um, they obviously very moved by the Holy Spirit and took the position of defense for me or offense and and started rebuking things and I felt the heaviness basically like lift off me. I mean it felt like it was trying to kill me and wow. and I was and I wasn't as, you know I mean I'm terrified. I didn't have the confidence or the, the faith to rebuke it or and if I was trying it wasn't you know, I don't I don't know. It's just wow. I was scared and that was a big deal. So after that, I clung to calling in very often. Um, okay. And um, and then as life continued, I got a little bit busier and I haven't been able to call as often, but I do try to check in at least uh, once a month or so um, just to stay consistent. Um, but yeah, I, I, this is now a personal number in my phone that I have saved. And <laughs> Praise God. You know, touch base, and um, I'm just very grateful for the Lord is doing with you guys, and um, grateful for every person at that station um, because um, you, you you folks are really really doing you know big big work for the Lord, and you may not see it now, you may not see the harvest now, but you're you know you're changing and echoing through, I mean, so many lives. Even just those listening, you know, um, yeah, and and I, I hope to definitely see you know see you guys in heaven one day if I don't get to meet you on earth because you know uh-huh. I mean it, it just you you spoke life over me at a very vital moment where it could have been you know death or life and and I truly believe that. So well, that is awesome. What? How yeah. awesome? So. Yeah, so Prophet Randy, he's on, you know, Monday through Thursday. And then okay. their ministers were now, they come on uh, most of the nights um, before he does. And then, then Friday mm-hmm. night and, you know, usually Friday night someone's on and Saturday. And then I usually do Sundays. Um, I've kind of been with the ministry probably from right after he started. I The Lord sort of led me here. Uh, I was going through a really, really hard time, and I remembered I I was I was still working from home, and then I happened to click on something, and I saw Prophet Randy's picture come up, and I was like, what is that? And then I thought, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. So anyway, then another time I was working, and I, I was getting off, and I was going through a pretty rough time, and... Um, 
I, the Lord said, remember what I showed you? You need to click mm-hmm. back on that because I saved it and click back on it and call. And I did. And he spoke just these words over me. I can totally mm-hmm. identify what you're saying that just mm-hmm. released something in me and encouraged me, you know, to just, you know, just get in this place with, with um, God and understanding what I was going through. And then mm-hmm. I just kept, you know, listening just like you. And then finally about five or six years into it, he says, well, do you want to do a you know, show? And I was like, do a show? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't do that. And he was like, oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> and so that's been about five or six years ago. So pretty much off most of the time I'll do a Sunday night. And, you know, it's just been a blessing for me because, I have seen the hand of God, and I have just saw. I saw that He brought me from a place and, and through a wilderness to be able to mm-hmm. do some things that you know didn't really think I was gonna do. But praise be to God, wow. you know. And Prophet yeah. Randy is, you know, he's unusual as far as you know, as far as the <laughs> prophetic thing because you know, you know, you see people all the time with this, you know, your prophets here and they're doing that, but. His the mm-hmm. prophetic ministry here is just a lot different from the norm. It's um, mm-hmm. it's 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 just different. And I've been in, I'm well, a church person, and I've been around for years, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is different. It was exactly what I needed, and it's it, it, there's a different depth to it because, like when I was going through that very heavy spiritual warfare and not knowing what in the world was going on around me. Um, mm-hmm. Every time I called, in, every time I called in, it was like, I didn't have to explain the Holy Spirit gave you the download, you knew, and you got straight to the prayer. And it was like, it, it was relief, you know, in those moments and it brought clarity mm-hmm. and, you know, it helps, helps me continue, you know, um, yeah. there is something, there is something really special about, about PGN and, um, I remember calling. I think I, I think I like Googled prayer numbers or something like that. I was trying to find like just a prayer line to talk and pray with people because um, mm-hmm. you know I needed prayer. Um, and like there was a few that you know you can tell when the Holy Spirit's moving through it or when they're just going through the motions. Um, and yeah, PGN was was different, and I knew, and I was like, okay, that's 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 the real one. You know, that's the one that's yeah, <laughs> it's the real deal. Um, yeah, so it's I, unusual. It is different, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, we're glad that you are a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network. And, you know, it's um, it's it's just interesting in the, the way the world is now. And, you know, I love, like, the fact that, you know, Prophet Randy, he basically – you know, God has given him insight and wisdom about things that you don't really hear a whole lot of people talk about, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to the prophetic. And that's so mm-hmm. encouraging because it's almost like a map in the wilderness, you know, uh, when mm-hmm. you don't know where yep. you're going, when you don't know what's going on. It's like God is kind of given sort of a, a, a map to kind of show you, hey, you're heading in this direction and this is the direction you need to be in. So mm-hmm. keep, you know. Keep moving, you know, keep moving. 
That's what it's been with me, mm-hmm. just an encouragement, just to keep moving. Don't stop, you know, in the middle of this, you know, uh, just keep moving. Amen. Well, thanks mm-hmm. so much, Jessica, for calling in. Yeah, thanks for praying with me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, and anything in particular you wanted prayer for? Um, I know I'm trying to lift this one up a lot lately, which is just for my stepbrother, Edgar, to um, do well at his interview this Thursday. He's got one okay. uh, coming up. He's had trouble with keeping a job, and mm-hmm. so it's kind of a two for You know, of course, I want him and my other brothers, I have three brothers, to uh, grow in their relationship with the Lord if there's been any distractions, you know, because I don't think they're actively pursuing a deeper relationship at this moment, um, mm-hmm. that they would just hear his call and then, you know, for him to be able to get this job would be would be a huge blessing. Amen. So praise God. We are in agreement with that. We, You said his name is Edgar? Mm-hmm, Edgar. All right, well, we release uh, the word of the Lord over Edgar tonight, and we thank you, Lord, that you know um, you know him. You know, we, we know him, but you know him. And, Lord, we ask that you continue to speak to him and draw him, uh, you know, because we're in a season where people need to know God. They don't need to know a religion. They don't need to know some sort of format or some sort of ritual or something like that. They need to know you. And Lord, you know him. So Lord, we ask that he gets to know you and that whatever you have available to him, even things that the enemy has stolen from him, even from the things the things that the enemy has tricked him with, we, God, ask that you will step in and get Edgar in a place of knowing you so that he can receive the benefits and the blessings of being brought into the family of God in a way that will cause him to reap the benefits and blessings of sonship. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you will open doors, you will close doors, but most importantly, Lord, you will direct him in the way that he needs to go. And we ask that the blessings of the Lord in in the involving jobs or a career will open wide for him and that because he's gotten to a place of knowing you, he'll realize this is the way of the Lord. This is connected with blessings that God wants to give me from relationship with him. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the brothers, Lord, that um, that she's concerned about their relationship and their walk with you, we call forth the things of God to be made manifest in their lives and that you will place people in their path, that the seed that will be sown, Lord, there will be others that will come along and fertilize or water that seed, that the manifestation of a relationship with God will come forth to the fullness that you want it to be and you've already spoken for them to be concerning that in from the foundation of the earth. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We give you glory and honor that we walk and we, we walk into an expectation to know that you are a God that 
good, you're faithful, and it is not your will for anyone to be lost. So we thank you for their relationship growing, them coming into relationship in a fullness that you have set forth that they will receive also the benefits and the blessings of what God has for their life and that they will learn to be men of God that will give you glory and honor for a relationship that surpasses all other, and we'll give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, Jennifer, I'm glad. uh, Jessica. Jennifer, Jessica. (laughs) I had a Jennifer earlier. But, Jessica, thank you so much for calling in, and we're glad that you found PGN. And um, we look forward to talking to you again sometime. Yeah. Um, I, I, can I ask you one random question um, sure. before I hop off? Um, mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been pressing into the Lord in curiosity about what my, like, heavenly name is. Um, I know Ooh. my earthly name, but... I'm, I don't know, um, has, is there, like, a, I, I don't know, and I don't know, I've asked, I don't know what that would be, like, if it's, that's a thing, or, um, <laughs> I don't know, just, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, I've, I've heard someone else say it, and I was like, I want to know what my heavenly name is, because, like, obviously, my parents named me here, and that could be the same thing, but, um, I was just, I'm, I don't know, I was wondering. Um, hmm, interesting. Well, that's the first time I've ever had that asked. No. <laughs> or that talked about. I mean, I know yeah. that, you know, there is a name, you know, for us, but I've never, this is interesting, I've never had anyone have a, say they had a curiosity of knowing what it was. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, you know... <laughs> I don't really know how to address that because it's like, well, <laughs> you know, God knows what it is. And um, mm-hmm. basically, I mean, you say you've been pressing into God for information on that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I that's the only thing I could think that you could do because <laughs> he's the only one who knows it. And, of course, right. um, you know, okay, so – my situation with this is my name is Angela Joy Pittman. Mm-hmm. I'll give you my last name. So that's not my birth name, but anyway. But Angela Joy. Okay, <laughs> so um, it was really weird. When I first started calling into PGN about 14 years ago, I never went by Angela. Okay, so Angela is the birth name that is official and it's your first name, so on paperwork and stuff like that, it's always Angela, but no one ever called me Angela. Everyone called me my middle name, Joy. So it was hmm. so strange that I've always had people tell me throughout my life that God named me Joy. And um, I would be in different places, and people would see me, and they would just come up to me, like if I was in a church service, and they would say, you know, what's your name? Or we know your name's this, and we know God gave you that name. And because it's just something that you carry, You're, you are joy. So with you saying that, it's so funny because 
and just to be kind of make it short, my mother had me at a you know at forty five, and she had a twenty three year old, a seventeen year old, and a fourteen year old. So the last thing that could have ever been in her mind was that I was going to be Joy. Okay, and like <laughs> she named me literally, you know, she was the one who came up with the name Joy. Angela came from some sisters that weren't very excited about me being here either. So anyway, uh, (laughs) she named me that even though there was a lot of pain associated, there were some things going on. So there was a lot of pain associated with my birth. So the Mm -hmm. last thing in the world would she have, she wouldn't have named me Joy. And so I've I've said that, and I, I I didn't tell other people that, but I've had people actually come up and tell me, God named you Joy. And then I would mm. tell them, well, it had to be God who named me Joy because my mother definitely would not have thought my birth would have been of much joy to her. And even though mm-hmm. she named me that, I don't think she, I think God named me, and he just said, name her Joy, even though I would have probably been more associated with pain. So it's just funny that you bring that up because, um, and then my whole disposition and growing up as a child, you know, coming uh, through those years where I know I wasn't really desired uh, by anyone in the household, for me Mm -hmm. to have such a joyous personality that people would say, oh, yeah, you're joy." even though I lived in pain. Hmm. So it was really funny. Uh, and so when I started calling into Prophetic Grace Network, when they first started, he, I think he, Prophet Randy had been on maybe a few months and before I called. And I think um, when I first saw it and I decided not I, I didn't want to call that number, that and I went back, mm-hmm. I think he probably had just initially started it and then, about a few months later, I called, and the Lord says, you use both names, Angela Joy. And um, mm. that was the only time I started using Angela Joy. I've never used it anywhere else like that. I mean, everybody just knew me as Joy. So I don't know, with this whole name thing, you know, I believe sometimes God will, you know, well, back in the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. God told many patriots, what name to name their children. Right. You know, You know. so I don't know. You should have your little conversation with God. But I, <laughs> I, I just know that he may have used my mother, but I believe God named me Joy because mm. he wanted it to be actually the opposite of what I was actually living. And even though, you know, it, it, you know, it was opposite of what I was living. It was almost like he was, it was a by faith thing. He was, he was labeling me that so that the pain would not supersede the name that he was giving me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I mean, mm-hmm. you can in, continue to inquire the Lord, you know, like what, you know, what is the meaning of your name? What is the meaning of Jessica? What is it in Jessica that is connected with who you are that maybe through that God has named you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, because, I mean, I really believe that, you know, and I know he has another name for us, but I think a lot of times, you know, names are very important. And um, as we can see in the Bible, I mean, there, you know, when you think of the prayer of Jabez and, you know, Jabez was named Jabez because Jabez meant pain and, you know, uh, Mm. it's it's amazing, but names are very important. So I've even researched your name, like Jessica, and, and see what does Jessica mean and that who he's named you to be is connected and entwined with the name that your parents gave you. It means, um, I've looked that one up before. Um, I think it means God beholds. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. I think it's so, And God I think nothing has happened by accident. Let's see, you know? to behold or foresight. Wow, wow. So in that, you can have a sense. Yeah, if if we really believe that it doesn't matter. Okay, so my mom had me. She didn't really, wasn't too excited about having a baby at 45. So Mm -hmm. even in that, God took that which was natural, and he made sure that, you know, even though Angela was the first name, no one ever called me Angela. So they always called me Joy. So it was almost like, I will, you know, her mother is going to name her that. The other people are going to, her sisters are going to name her this. But she's not going to go by what they say as the first name. She's going to go by the word, the name that I gave her mother to give her. Even though her mother didn't even know what was going on, why, he, why she mm. named her Joy. She will be called who I want her to be called, what I will want her to be called. And I want her to remind herself every time she hears her name that she has been called joy because I called her joy. I, in in the mm-hmm. midst of pain, I called her joy. Wow. That's a, that's, that's a really wonderful story, actually, because that's, the enemy tries to convince us with our circumstance so often that, you know, the opposite of what God calls us because he knows mm-hmm. our name, that anointing on our lives before we do. Um, mm-hmm. so that's that's really, that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. And so, like, you know, even with Jessica, you know, you can understand that, you know, they named you that, and maybe they had, you know, maybe they didn't understand the meaning, or maybe they did understand the meaning of the name. But I believe that the way the word is in Old Testament and how people took names so seriously and that people, mm-hmm. you know, heard from God on how to name their children, I think that's really important, you know, in what God does in our life. If we can grab hold of the meaning or understand the spiritual connection with that name. So like with your mm-hmm. name, I, I just I don't believe anything is by accident. Hmm. I, I just don't. And I believe that, you know, sometimes people name their kids some crazy stuff that doesn't even matter. But <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know um, yeah, there are some strange stuff. I've heard some strange stuff lately. Oh my gosh. But you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> But I think, you know, if you really want to know, but I think that's going to be connected, Jessica, to 
to the place we are uh, going to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that that's our name that he has written in the book for our residency in heaven and in the in things of the spirit. Like, you know, I don't know. That's just how I see it. As a, that's my name in heaven, not necessarily here on earth. But I don't know. With me, I just feel there's. I've always had this connection with my name. Um, mm-hmm. thinking and believing that God actually named me. You know what? <laughs> random funny. I don't know. Random funny. Random funny tidbit though. Too. I get mistaken for Jennifer all the time. Like oh all my the gosh! Time. And I said Jennifer. I said Jennifer. Yeah. When you said it, when you said it, I started almost cracking up because I was like, "Oh, another one." Okay. <laughs> I was yeah, I was, I was like, like, oh my gosh, where did I get Jennifer from? I'm looking at your name. I wrote it down, Jessica. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I need to look up Jennifer too. Really? Is it? Is you might need find to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That right. And so the biblical meaning of Jennifer, the peace of God, leader or restoration. Wow. There's no Hebrew. There's no Hebrew name for it. It comes from Cornish or it's a British name and it also means fair one. A smooth one? Wow. Oh, that, <laughs> that is that's smooth pretty one. cool. Wow. Well, hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking right at your name. I wrote it down. It's Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, because you, Randy, like, Randy's done it so many times. I never say anything until the end. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's done it so many times where he'll be, he'll say my name right at the beginning, and then at the end of the phone call, I'll go, okay, thanks, Jennifer, and then mute me, and I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, my, that, now, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it happens at least every, almost every time I call, and it's, um, it just, I, I giggle because it's, I get people at my church accidentally call me Jennifer. Um, people, wow! It's it's that is the one name that I get accidentally called all the time. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, I I mean I talked to Jennifer earlier and I've written names down. That name I moved that piece of paper. It's not even here anymore. I mean, I can't even see that paper that the name was on. And I've got Jessica right here in front of me, and I said, Jennifer, that <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, girl, what's going on with that. <laughs> I re- um, you have to talk yeah. to the Lord about that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go into, you know. But, yeah, I mean, there are names that I think, of course, in heaven, but then who knows? Maybe God, in some cases, shares those names with us on earth, you know? Because I am convinced, I am convinced that God, you know, he just superseded my mom's natural inclination to name me pain and came mm. in and said, no, she will be called Joy. Hmm. Yeah. And even though my first name isn't Joy, my whole life I grew up with the name Joy. To people to the point where people would say, 
I didn't know your name was Angela because it was like I would sign, you know, I grew up and as a child, you know, once people start calling you a certain name, you don't even really even say anything about the other name because that's nothing you ever hear. So, I mean, in, in school growing up, elementary school, I've got probably report cards I had that didn't even have Angela on it. It only had Joy. And for some mm-hmm. reason, when I started calling in to PGN, the Lord says, you will be Angela Joy. You will introduce yourself, and that's the name you will use. And I don't know what, why or what he was doing with that or what he's done with that, but, I mean, then one of the people that called in often, she would say, she thought my last name was Joy because she says, you know, like people don't use two names, and it's not hyphenated or anything, but um, mm-hmm. that, you know, it was just, it's just something that stuck with me, and I think God was in a very special way reminding me that even if people thought you came as pain, I want you always to hear that you are joy. Hmm. I, and I, that's it. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, even with that too, it's like I feel like God transitioned me away from me having to know that I was joy, that he allowed me to say, now you have been completed in that process of understanding that you're not pain, you are joy. So now you can use both names. Mm. Now that you know that it's not you, that is not your, that is not your name, that you can actually use your name. Yeah. Right. I can actually use both names now because it's almost like, it was like God, I don't know, he was instilling in me as a child because, you know, I don't know. It's almost like I knew. I mean, it wasn't, and I'm just very transparent with this, it wasn't a secret that they weren't happy that I was there. I mean, it was just regular conversation. I mean, I really mm. didn't feel much, I didn't feel much, you know, of anything about it because it was just general conversation. Oh, she just happened to pop up, you know. She was an accident. Mm. Oh, yeah, we mm. didn't want her. <laughs> We wanted, my brother said, oh, man, when we found out she was going to be a girl, we were like, oh, get rid of her, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like regular conversation. I mean, it wasn't like, right. and then I had a sister, this is crazy. I had a sister, the one who was 14 when I was born, she decided that she wanted to set everything on fire because she found oh. out, you know, especially when I came and I was a girl, well, she was going to make sure I didn't get anything that was hers. So she just set it on fire. But it was just—it was just—it was just a state. It was just a matter of fact thing. It wasn't like my mom was like, "Yeah, you know, you know." It was just like conversation. This is who you are. And so, because of that, I felt like the Lord protected me with my name. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because every time wow. I said my name, it was like God confirming. People called me Joy. They were confirming you're not pain. People call me joy. You're, you, you, you are here because you are bringing joy. And to be mm. honest with you, I think that was like why it never affected me because of what God had her name me. You're, that, that was your shield. Wow. That was my shield. And every time someone spoke it, 
They were speaking the joy of God over me. Wow. So the enemy, I had someone tell me one time prophetically, he says, I don't know what it is about you. He says, but it's almost like you have Teflon on you. (laughs) And now that I I think about it, he says, because you let things come at you and they just slide off. I've had a couple people tell me that. But this guy who was heavy in the prophetic, he used to always come to this church that I was at, and he would, you know, be really release these profound words. And he said, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, but it's like Teflon on you. Like people can throw stuff at you, and it just slides off. And now that we're talking about it, I think the Teflon and the shield was built by people constantly speaking. You know how you say words have power? Mm-hmm. My name had power. So it built up a shield like Teflon over me so that when things came, it slid off. They didn't even know what they were doing. But when they called my name, they were speaking over me a shield of protection that I would be joy and whatever negativity they were trying to produce would just slide off because they called me by the shield that God had placed on me. Wow. Wow. I know. I'm like, wow. Well, and it's funny. Okay, so, you know, how facts can be looking like looking at you straight in the face and sometimes they don't click. I'm, I'm processing as you're talking and the Lord, I was like, because I've looked up my name before and um, I've, I've, you know, okay, cool, this is great, you know. Because when I was in high school, I felt very invisible. So when I found out the meaning of my name, I was like, "Oh, cool! Right. That's that's cool. Smashes that right there. Yeah, that that conquers that lie." And he just reminded me now too. He's like, "No, every time someone says your name, they're saying that very thing of God beholds. He sees you. He sees you. He sees you. Yes. Every time." Yeah. My name. So I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I'm about yeah. to process. <laughs> yeah. So just think about how important. That's why names were so important. Because mm-hmm. when you speak a person's name, you're speaking over that person. You're releasing that word and the meaning mm-hmm. of that word on the life." So that was my shield. That was the protector, what the enemy wanted for evil. God worked it out for my good. Okay, yeah, all right. So now it's like now I can attach Angela, and now people are just like, that's like angel, like Angela, the meaning of that. I forgot what I looked it up, but I can't remember what it says. But they always connected to something with angelic and then the joy. And I was like, Hmm. wow. So God is like giving me like a double covering now. But as a child, I couldn't couldn't receive it in that manner. I knew what the word joy meant, you know, automatically. I mean, I didn't have to do any research on that. But, and with someone constantly speaking it over me, what the enemy was setting up to some things he wanted to do in my life, he couldn't do it. Because I had already had the word pronounced over me, joy. Mm. The things that he wanted to do to destroy me, he couldn't do it. Because don't we already know by the word, words have power. 
So I had power over me, covering me. That's why that guy said to me, I don't know about you. It's like it's like you have Teflon. Yeah, because over <laughs> all the years of building up that joy and that protection over me shielded me from the attacks of the enemy. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. I never talked about this before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, I'm getting a revelation on this myself. It was like, now I understand where the Teflon came from. I didn't, I mean, mm-hmm. as I'm talking to you, God is revealing to me that's why it was Teflon on you. Right. That's so cool. Okay, God is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know He is. What, I mean, what do you think? Wow. Right. Well, thank you, Jessica, for helping me to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I have that good friend that I went out with today, and her name is Elaine, so she told me that her name means light. So she'd always said, you know, we ought to have this. Her, her husband is the pastor of the church I've been going to so off and on for many years. But anyway, she's mm-hmm. saying Elaine means light. She says, I've always thought we should be you know, um, we should do some ministry together. We did at one time, and um, but we stopped. And she suffers a lot with some illnesses. And she was like, it should be joy and light ministries. And she's because you are joy. You know, you are joy. I mean, you know, I have people mm-hmm. tell me that all the time. I mean, you are, uh, what do they call it, personification of joy. But obviously I wasn't that to some people because they didn't want me around them. But (laughs) (laughs) But I'll take that, you know. So, yeah. And anyway, it has been a joy and a delight talking to you. (laughs) So that you've helped me a lot. And what did you say? Jessica means what now? Uh, God beholds or foresight. Wow. Oh, and you brought me foresight. Hey. <laughs> hey. And then what did, you, sure what, did you say, what did you say Jennifer meant? Um, let's see. So Jennifer meant, let me go back. Um, the biblical meaning of Jennifer, the peace of God, leader, restoration. Wow. That's pretty cool. That, yeah. That's quite a, that's, Quite a mouthful there with a whole lot of good stuff. Looks like it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. I'm I I don't have any words right now. So <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll just say keep calling in. You never know what God's going to be saying and doing. Yeah, absolutely. This was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I enjoyed you too. And um, we just believe that God's going to move in your family, and we look for it. Amen? Absolutely. I will keep you guys updated. All right. We appreciate that. Well, you enjoy the rest. It's early out there in California. Still, it's almost 2 o'clock here, but <laughs> oh my it's early out there. <laughs> All right. Well, the other side of the yeah, we're like three hours. I'm used to it, though. I deal with the people I work from home, and I deal all of my the people that I deal with. Most of them, a lot of them, are on the West Coast. 
So I oh, wow. used to, yeah, they're all three hours behind. All right. Well, you enjoy your day, and hopefully uh, we'll get to talk again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you so much, and I hope you have a very blessed week. I really appreciate all the prayers. All right. You too, and uh look forward to talking again. Talk to you later then. All right. Bye-bye. All right, good night. Bye. All righty. Well, there's one. They don't have their hand up. So I think the show is getting ready to close down in about 10 minutes. So if you want me to talk to you for 10 minutes, go ahead and press 1, and I'll be happy to do. That's 803-8039-1. But looks like they're not interested in talking. They were listening. But anyway, we want to thank you all for listening and calling in tonight. It's been a blessed night, and God is good. He's always good, and we want to just always be uh, connected to this good God. So again, thank you for calling into Prophetic Grace Network. Prophet Randy will be on tomorrow, along with our other ministers for the rest of the week, and uh, we're here to do the will of God and to believe God for the things that he wants to do in your life and connect with you and to believe uh, that we can help you by being in agreement. All right, so good night, y'all, and thanks for calling Prophetic Grace Network, and you have a blessed week. We'll talk to you later. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.